Welcome to Fumble Around. Thank you. This week on Fumble Around Detroit Sports with your host, Tom Steinman, I have Andy Reid and Mitch Haba on. A lot of college football talk. We have a Michigan fan and a Michigan State fan. And what the heck? Andrew Luck retired out of nowhere? That's unbelievable. I thought that only happened for the Lions. You know, not organizations like the Colts. Unbelievable. You know, teams that have actually won a Super Bowl. So, uh... You know, real fun episode. These two are great. And then if you listen to the second half or the end of it, last half hour of it, uh, I go into the fantasy baseball portion. We're almost down to the playoffs, guys. It's getting close. Winner, losers are going to happen. People are going to be upset. Oh, no. Hey, guys. Uh, while I got you here, uh, thank you to Pinecast. You know, this episode was powered by Pinecast. And while I have you here also... Check out the other Planet Ant Podcast Network podcast, okay? Uh, September 9th, guess what? There was a guest on the Michael Dupree Variety Hour, and that episode will be dropping. It's me, if you didn't know, if you didn't get the hint. So uh, look, be look forward to that. It was a lot of fun. Michael Dupree is hilarious. Good friend of mine. I've known him for a few years now. Uh, improvise together. He is hilarious. Check him out. Again, check out our other shows, The Detroit Strange, if you want to find out strange things going on in Detroit, or uh, Detroit and Dragons, which is a Dungeons and Dragons related uh, episode or podcast relating to uh, Dungeons and Dragons and Detroit, combining them. You know, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, we have Sandwich Talk. We have so many episodes, so many shows. Guys, check them all out. Uh, also, uh, Planet Ant is a nonprofit, so if you want to donate, uh, please donate. All right, guys, enjoy the episode. Thank you. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Fumbling Around Detroit Sports with your host, Tom Steinman, with your former host, Andy Reid, who I had to take this from. I didn't have to. I definitely didn't have to. Uh, also, welcome back, Mitch Haba. Uh, you were on the March Madness movie one? Is yeah, that correct? We talked about sports movies. Sports movies. What, what was the, uh, Happy Gilmore was the winner. I think, oh, I didn't mean to spoil that. So, yeah, yeah. I, think, <laughs> I think so. Anybody wants to go yeah, back. If you, spoilers Wait, for episode three. Ago. Happy Gilmore was the, is the best sports movie. <laughs> well, we did a March Madness, like 64 movies, and then me, Mitch, and Graham would go one by one and select, like, it would be like, all right, this matchup, who do you pick? I, I reject the concept of anything that Happy Gilmore is the winner of. <laughs> the, the, the list that, to choose oh. from was bad. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Like, uh, Sandlot wasn't even in there. there was what about radio? I don't, I don't <laughs> think radio was in See, there. See, radio <laughs> would be number one with a bullet. Yeah. With uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did he win a, uh, no. a, a, any type of award for no. that? No. Are, are you kidding? No. Well, I thought once you go, you know, the R word, you... <laughs> no. I, think, I think, honestly, I think that that part of Tropic Thunder is specifically mocking that movie. I think, that it, movie. I think it's also um, Sean Penn in uh, I Am I Sam. Am Sam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very yeah. bad. Yeah, bad, so uh, welcome bad. back, uh, <laughs> welcome back, 
you from yeah. hosting the show. Yeah. Uh, it once started. How did this show start? It started off with you and Matt Pentridge, and then he died. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he did not die. <laughs> he did die. Uh, that's that's official fumbling around canon. If you go back and listen to the episodes. Matt went to his cousin's graduation party in the uh, base of an active volcano. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and died. <laughs> uh, so Matt's dead uh, forever. That's canon. Did they dig <laughs> him out yet? Uh, no, it's like a Pompeo situation. <laughs> the whole Pendridge clan. Yeah. Yeah. And then you t- you just kind of did it yourself, and you did I some... Did, uh, I did this... Much of it as I could or wanted to by myself. Yeah. Well, you all you had. Were you actually so, looking for a co-host, or was that like a joke? No. Um, once he, once Matt died, uh, <laughs> the the conceit of the show was that each episode was uh, everybody's audition. Yeah. And that I would just keep doing that. But um, so like Matt is huge into or was sorry <laughs> R.I.P. Forever. <laughs> uh, he's uh, Red Wings Pistons, uh, and. I realized, like, doing the show by myself, I don't really follow enough sports to really do a sports podcast. Yeah. All I really, all I really do follow is Michigan sports. Yeah. Uh, so, I was do I was hosting a Detroit podcast, Detroit sports podcast, and I was like, I have no interest in talking about the Tigers, or the Red Wings, or the Pistons. Are really the Lions when they're this bad? So I'm like, obviously, yeah, it was a good time to not do it anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm starting to feel like Mike Valetti. Like yeah. I'm so angry because I'm like, God, yeah. all these teams suck. Yeah. Like they're the worst. Yeah. Literally, last place, Tigers. La- like hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's only so much you can like repeat that. Like yeah, they suck. Yeah. Uh, talk about the Lions. Like I am not. I used to like every year. I'm like, this is it. We're gonna do. It. I like them. This I like is what our they're year. doing. This is it. I, uh, I'm thinking this is it. I, I talked to. Uh, um, I do freelance writing okay. for, uh, on the side. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a side gig for me. Uh, and uh, Mark Wahlberg was in town opening up a new Wahlberg. I saw that. I interviewed him. Nice. And he's like, he was like, you got our guy, you got Matt Patricia. He's like, it, according to Mark Wahlberg, Wahlberg, <laughs> this is the year. This is the Lions' year. <laughs> oh my God. They're zero three in the preseason, but this is their year. Hey, <laughs> they, they went four and zero when they went zero sixteen. So yeah, yeah <laughs> they the perfect season. Sixteen and zero. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg uh, just uh, Taylor Sportsplex, which is like a yeah. arena. They just now it's like it's Wahlburgers or whatever. Arena. Yeah, they just. Oh, it interesting. Was like, uh, it was crazy. It was a whole day. I I like followed the Wahlburgers. The Wahlbergs around <laughs> all like day. Recently, yeah, yeah it, was, it was. It was earlier this week. Okay, yeah. So you were you like in Taylor and stuff? Or? I was in Taylor. They had a big <clears throat> unveiling ceremony for the new arena, uh, and then they fed, they fed us like a lunch, like a media luncheon of Wahlbergs. Yeah, and then we went to the uh, Beaumont Children's Hospital, and and uh, he. He, um, there was like one kid that went through their new proton chemotherapy thing. Okay. It was like one of the first kids that did it. And he loves Bumblebee from Transformers. So Mark like, uh, met him and gave him a big Bumblebee toy. And okay. it was, oh, it was that's nice. cool. Yeah. yeah. And then they had a, uh, like a big opening party for the Royal Oak store. So, that's cool. oh, oh. so yeah. he thinks the lions, come on, man. This, I, I don't know what other, uh, source you're going to trust about <laughs> NFL predictions than Mark Wahlberg. So he That's must true. be a big Patriots fan or something yeah. like yeah, that. He's yeah. that we pick Patricia. Come on. Yeah. He's huge. Uh, what do you think of Ooh. Patricia? He's a big, beefy boy. <laughs> he, he seems like a big man-child. Yeah. Just like a big, like, boy. That's just. what I'm looking for in a football coach is a big, beefy boy. <laughs> well, he's supposed to be, like, really smart. Like, they call him, like, the yeah. rocket scientist or something like I that. Don't know. Do you think he's meant just, to be an NFL co- head coach? 
We'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. It's only his first. Well, this will be his second season. Yeah. It might not be fair though. Like the do it, the Lions. Like I, I think we kill everybody. I think if I some, I feel like some coaches should just be okay with being a coordinator. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What do they get paid? Yeah. Like, they have like to... Bud Foster at Virginia Tech has. He's going to be a Hall of Fame coordinator because he just he's like you know what I'm good at defense and that's all I want to do mm-hmm. and he doesn't have to worry about like the spotlight yeah because uh, he's like he's like a gruff like kind of mean guy so he does you know yeah, yeah. or Don Brown in Michigan he never mm-hmm. he's just yeah yeah, yeah. make uh, make your money and you know, like Brady Hoke <laughs> chill Bra- yeah Brady Hoke, not a head coach <laughs> not a head you coach know what, man? <laughs> like you find yourself a cushy defensive line coach job and you just ride that wave yeah. buddy yeah. they tried him at Oregon after Michigan <laughs> and that didn't work uh, and that, now he's back to defensive line and that's exactly where he should be is where's he Michigan he, wait no where's where, Hoke at he's uh he's, please if he was coaching at Michigan that'd be no, crazy he's yeah. like at the Tampa yeah. Bay Buccaneers or something. oh is he is or he in the he pros was, now he was for a while and then he was at Tennessee is he might be at Tennessee volunteers right now I know um, I have family who are Oregon fans and when <laughs> when they uh when they hired him as their d-line or not d-line but defensive coordinator I think he was in there somewhere I was like oh that'll won't last long oh, and he they had like or- a yeah, he play, he coached at Oregon after Michigan for a while. <laughs> oh, this is worse than that. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. He's 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 the defensive line coach at San Diego. Oh, San my. Diego State. Wait, isn't that where he, he was the head coach? <laughs> <laughs> he was the head, like that's where he got him from. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot that he did that. Aww. So he, 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 he left. He Feel left. Bad for him now. <laughs> yeah. He left San Diego State as their head coach to come coach at Michigan. He walked. He walked. <laughs> You know what is interesting about that is he that was like the whole thing that was the the whole uh, uh, press that's how they sold it like I would walk across the country to mm-hmm. coach at Michigan, <laughs> but um, uh, the the uh, AD at the time the athletic director was uh, Dave, Brandon. Dave Brandon oh, and yeah. he was just a miserable fuck. Yeah, but he he was always interested in selling the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the story is that Bo Schembechler. Um, agreed to be Michigan's coach without looking at any numbers. So he his uh, his first contract at Michigan, he got paid like nothing. Mm-hmm. And and the old the story was like he just wanted to coach at Michigan so bad that it didn't matter how much he got paid, and he was going to sign whatever. Brandon it was, was a different time, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> much different time. Brandon was very interested in selling that same story. Like Hoke is the same kind of guy. He didn't care. So he he made him. Sign a contract without dis- discussing numbers, <laughs> so he could be just like Schembechler. But Brady Hoke had a very shrewd yeah. agent, and he's like, "He's your coach, and now you got to pay him whatever yeah. the fuck I say you got to pay him." Yeah. Yeah. So they ended up paying him so much money yeah. for a coach that nobody else wanted. Nope. Yeah. Uh, so nope. it was like they sold that like I would walk across the country thing, and then they built Michigan for like two million dollars yeah. a year, and he. Never really. And now he's, now he's the defensive line coach at that school again. He's oh. like, I, I like a coaching position where I don't have to wear headphones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was bad. Uh, it was Dave Brandon, right? That's his name. He was yeah. the PR guy or whatever for like Domino's or the head. No, he was, he the, was CEO. the CEO. CEO of Domino's. And he so. ran it close to the brink of bankruptcy. Yeah. And he, he ran Toy Story. Uh, eh. 
Toys R Us into bankruptcy as well. He's basically a CEO that is hired to liquidate a business, so sell they, it off its shares, and run it into the ground they, so people get rich. Uh, he they actually did their L- LBO before uh, before they hired Brandon. So he went into a place. The Toys R Us was doomed to start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They did a, a liquidated buyout or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, he had no choice. Yeah, but he's a he's a miserable old fuck who just he's a he, he's a corporate CEO. He, all he thinks about is money, and that's uh, that's not a way to run an athletic director program. Yeah, so. when you har- when you have like a built in fan base that's like loyal oh, to man. a fault, yes. like you know, it, it, any college yeah. fan base is like, yeah, we want to come to the games, make it fun for us. And it's yeah. like, well, that's, no, that's what, <laughs> it doesn't see, save money. Uh, around Big Ten Media Days this year, did you see that? clip of Pat Fitzgerald that went viral about him just like talking about why attendance was down across the Oh yeah. And he's like It's the phones. Everybody's looking at their phone and they're (laughs) thinking about themselves. Uh, No, no, I no it's down across the board because uh, uh, the NCAA football is is milking and milking and milking this fact that people that their people have such brand loyalty that they can mm-hmm. charge whatever they mm-hmm. want. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I, I when that looked when that happened, I looked up ticket prices across the board, and from from 1990 to 2002, Michigan uh, tickets went up twelve dollars. I, I saw that, yeah, twelve bucks from from like thirty eight bucks a game yeah. to like fifty dollars yep. a game. Yeah. Since then, in the last eighteen years. Uh, a ticket for the Ohio State game this year is like 155 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's like tuition because yeah. of the same rate as tuition. Uh, that you've got like you, you can't bring in your own water bottle to the game anymore. You got to buy like a five dollar. No water. booze. There's, there's no booze. There's you know the music is usually bad except for the band. They've like, added. Like, they've added like on top of crazy expensive tickets. They've added seat licensing fees. So on top of the price per ticket, you have to you have to spend like five hundred dollars a year just for the right to buy your tickets oh again. Uh, so uh, there's no cell phone service in any of it. Like they they have made it a chore, difficult a for four themselves. hour chore. Yeah, if you have a family of four, uh, um, Michigan Michigan Don Cannon in the '60s, Michigan uh, kind of recreate like uh, re-energized themselves they attendance was down across the board they were uh the team was bad when canham took over he made it a family thing mm-hmm. he he created a tailgate culture he created uh licensing the the uh logos out to t-shirts and things like that and uh he he created the fan experience as like in modern michigan sense mm-hmm. It helps. It helps to have the golf course right yeah, there. Right yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. But now, if you have a family of four, it it's gonna cost you Close to a like, couple like two thousand bucks yeah, to like get tickets, uh, eat there, tailgate, concessions. Yeah. So it's the same with pro sports too. You know, yeah. like it. it it's uh, ridiculous. Yeah. So I think they have to if they wanted to really consider why why attendance is down, maybe. Squeezing every single fucking penny out mm-hmm. of yeah. your fans isn't a good idea. So, uh, like five years ago, I went to the Michigan State Oregon game yeah. out in Oregon. Um, we lost. It was a bummer, but it was still a good season. And uh, they got it right there. Like it, yeah. the way they do their pregame, they have like a field house, sort of you know, like a normal field house right next to the stadium, and it's like basically within 
like 50 yards of the entrance to the stadium. And you go in there and they have beer tents nice. and pep rallies in the band and like food tents as well. So people get in there and they drink and eat a bunch and have a good time and like listen to the band and listen to cheerleaders and whatnot. And then you just stroll into the game. Cool. We don't have that at Michigan State. We don't really have that at Michigan. Uh, it It's a bummer. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. Next year, uh, my, my dad and I try to go to one away game a year. Mm-hmm. Next, next year, we're angling to go to UW. Michigan, Washington. What, Michigan that'd be fun. In, that'd be fun. In Seattle. That'd be so fun. Yeah, oh, that'd wow. be sweet. They do yeah. sailgating. I have a Oh, friend. yeah. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, usually go that. to They're one. right on the river or bay yeah, there. They're, uh, their stadium's right on uh, a bay, and they mm-hmm. and their their fans like pull up right in boats, and they Shut up. tailgate in their boats. That's cool. That's pretty sweet. Uh, yeah, yeah. <coughs> uh, Andy, you... What you wrote for a pay paper? In? Yeah. What what exactly called, was that? Uh, it's called the Wolverine Magazine. It's a monthly or no, yeah, monthly printed magazine, and uh, uh, they run the rivals page for Michigan. Okay. Uh, so I I wrote for <laughs> I wrote for Yahoo, I guess. <laughs> Yahoo. Uh, they they own rivals. Okay. I I wrote I wrote for the Michigan page of the rivals network and, okay and we had a magazine yeah so mm-hmm. you have a lot of experience like talking to players and coaches yeah i mean i i uh so i wrote at the michigan daily um in when i was in school uh <clears throat> I, I wrote for the sports page and i ended up being the managing sports editor running okay. the page uh and i covered the football team for my senior year basketball for my junior year and hockey sophomore and then I got the job at the magazine, and my, I was, uh, I was a football writer, basketball, and then um, for the magazine, I did all the Olympic sports coverage. At the time you were writing, did anybody even care about the basketball at that portion, or just <laughs> at the time? Dude, it, it's crazy. Uh, my my junior year, when I covered the basketball team, that was the first year Beeline made the tournament. Oh, okay. Um, and I, so I got to write the column, like, Michigan is, they're going to actually fucking do this. They're going to go to the tournament. Uh, um, my, my sophomore year was his first season at Michigan. Okay. At that time, there were 500 bleacher seats along one of the, um, uh, like one of, uh, along the court. And that was it for the student section. Okay. 500 seats. Okay. 500. They didn't sell it. They didn't sell enough <laughs> yeah. to fill it. Nobody yeah. went. It was, nobody was at the Chrysler Center <laughs> still? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they did not sell 500 That's season ticket packets for his first year. Uh, and now uh, the student section is like half the arena. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. It's it's an entirely different culture. Is it a bigger basketball school than MSU now? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. I know it's not. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. But, yeah, obviously MSU. Do you consider MSU a basketball or a basketball and football t- like school? It's kind of both. Right? I mean, like – I consider Michigan a school school. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, right, right. It's it's both. I yeah. mean, we have a good soccer team too. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares about college soccer. soccer. We made it to the final four last There's year. There's only one school in America that, in the last four or five years, has played in a New Year's Six Bowl, the Final Four, the Frozen Four, and the College World Series. If it's not Michigan, this is a bad, bad setup. It's Tennessee. No, it is, it is, it is Michigan. <laughs> Little Tennessee State. <laughs> it yeah. is Michigan, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, they've, <laughs> somehow, 
big the Big Ten in baseball is basically the Mac. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, they had a really good. But Michigan had a run this year. They, that was they a played, super, they yeah. for a goddamn national championship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, they're like uh, uh, the Big Ten is just bad at baseball. Yes. They can't get talent. They don't. There's no investment in it nope. because it's just not as big here. It, it's crazy because I my freshman year I covered the baseball team, and for the first full half of the year. These kids are on the road because they can't. Yeah, you don't play. They, yeah, you don't. They start. They start college baseball. Yeah, they start college baseball <laughs> yeah. in like March. Yep. And they can't play here. Yeah. So the south. they're doing school, but they're they're playing in Florida, in California, in Texas for months. It's crazy. Sounds it's, exhausting. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't imagine being a student I, athlete. I'm just. Not I, I'm not a baseball guy at all. I never have been, and I. I Took, I was very excited to start at the Daily and get involved, and they, they gave me baseball. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, but I don't know baseball that well. And the for the first, like, three months of it, it's just over the phone. They're just, like, the coach is just calling you <laughs> after the game. It's hard to talk. stay engaged. Yeah, and you're uh, like... <laughs> and I, I, they played some game in somewhere, and he's like, uh, the coach is like, so, so-and-so uh, went for the cycle tonight. <laughs> And I had no, I did not know what that meant. So I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, um, uh, did anything notable happen in the game? He's yeah, he like, went for the cycle. Just, he's like, um, yeah, he went, he went for the cycle. Oh man, and I, I'm like blank. I was like, uh, and he's like, do you no, yeah. not know what that means? And I'm like, talking to the head coach of Michigan baseball, and he had to, he had to, he had to tell me what that meant. And he's oh like, my God. so he had a single. And a double, a double. and a triple, triple. and a home run. You fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't call me. Didn't he was thinking You could tell. He's like, I'm wasting my time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like, oh, my gosh. I talked to this. Like, I'm sorry. I'm writing for college baseball. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very sorry. Uh, when we took uh, – B- I'm sorry to go back, but I'll just think about When we took Beeline from West Virginia, yeah. no, uh, and we also took Rich Rod at, like, the same time. <laughs> and I remember I was uh, in vacation as like South Carolina. I met a guy from West Virginia, and he didn't care about Rich Rod. He cared about Beeline. He's like, yeah. "You guys stole a good coach from us, yeah. right there." Uh, he was right. I didn't. I didn't believe him. How dare Dan Gilbert? <laughs> <laughs> How dare he? Poach oh yeah, him? he's gone now. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forget. He's a Cleveland Cavalier. Our coach is Juwan Howard now. Oh yeah, I forgot all about that. Yeah, I have no Juwan idea. Juwan Howard. Do you? With that. I'm sorry, what's that? I have no idea what's going to happen with that. Yeah. I have no idea if he's going to be good or what. He, he's, uh, I just, I, he doesn't know, like, the ins and outs of college basketball, but he, he's, he's hired some good staff and. That's really what it's all about. Yeah, that's going to be You're going to hire the right yep. staff who can work with you yeah. and knows how to. He's kind of the face. When, uh, when Michigan, they took Beeline, then they took Rich Rod, and then there was, uh, there was a report in, um, a West Virginia newspaper that Michigan had interviewed their women's soccer coach, <laughs> and it, we had just as the as the newspaper there. This is how this is how long I've been around. Is that uh, we had just uh, as the student newspaper said, like, we should blog because that's like a new hot thing. <laughs> <laughs> so we had like a, a blog going on the website, and I I uh, had I took an excerpt from this story and I was like, is Michigan going to steal another West Virginia coach? And it found some traction at, at some West Virginia thing. and that Some was like, holler. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> it, it got seen by some West Virginia thing and shared. And that was like the only blog post we ever put where like, there was actually engagement. It was just like hundreds of West Virginia fans, like "fuck you, Northern motherfuckers." <laughs> <laughs> there probably is some hate out of West Virginia yeah. for Michigan yeah. for yeah. sure. Uh, 
So I am not a big Michigan or Michigan State football fan. Mm. Uh, and I guess I just support all the Michigan teams. I went to Central for a little bit. I went to Eastern to support those guys and stuff. But obviously they don't. You're the you're uh, you support the Michigan team. Uh, yeah, I just you know whoever's you know whatever. Like Disgusting. If they, if you, <laughs> did you did were, you ever go to an Eastern game? Did you ever go to? An I Eastern did. I went game? to like homecoming for a little. Like, you but and never, all ten people who <laughs> show. Yeah. You know, nobody stays more than like ten minutes. So it's like, sad. They yeah, shouldn't yeah. even have a team. Yeah, yeah. it really shouldn't. So. Um, yeah, give it to Grand Valley. That's what I'm saying. The NCAA, they've never, they've never enforced this rule, but there is <laughs> an attendance minimum requirement to be an NCAA one, okay. Division one football team. Twenty people. It's like it's like <laughs> se- you have to average like seventeen thousand people what? at your games. Yeah, there's no way that's happening at Eastern there's Michigan. No way. Yeah. There's... So yeah. So they've never enforced it, but technically the NCAA could go to Eastern and say. You guys aren't you guys aren't meeting the requirement. You have to go down a level. You have to play FCS. Um, but the way they get around it is they have a they have a partnership with Pepsi and they buy a bunch of tickets or something. And instead of instead of just giving Eastern ad money, Pepsi buys a huge block of tickets. And they just give them out they, or just whatever. They learn that from Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> Two cokes. We got gets you into the Minnesota game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I went to the state game this year, and they yeah. were for the biggest. Well, game we'll of talk the about year. last. We'll talk about last hey, was, last season. There, I I'm just saying. I could stretch out in that stadium yeah. last year. Yeah, last <laughs> season. The Michigan game. I I was comfy. That was well. Last season was. Say, State didn't have a very good third, team last season, right? No, it was so, not great. There was about ninety-four reasons why Michigan State was it ninety-four to nothing or something? No, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! If it was ninety-four to nothing, uh, what, what I would give up. What was the ninety-four for? Just the we only made State ninety-four only yards. Oh, oh, okay. Was it rushing offense or total? offense? Total offense, <laughs> ninety-four <laughs> yards. So I do want to tell you about my, I, if if I did have a team that I was like supporting for a while, it would have been Michigan football. But let me tell you about my terrible experiences with Michigan football. Why I really don't even want to ever go again. My first game was versus Minnesota, and we were at home. We were supposed to like beat Minnesota. This was when Lloyd Carr was I still know the exactly coach. Exactly what game you're talking about. And uh, <laughs> they had Lawrence Maroney yeah. and some other guy Russell, and the game was like tied. And they were just trying to run the ball out, yeah. clock out to go to overtime. Yeah. And the backup running back ran like an 85-yard touchdown. That was my very was, first live Marion Michigan. Barber, right? What? It was Marion Barber. And I don't I think so. It might have been. I don't I know. The, yeah. It could have been, but mm. it was awful. I know. It, Sounds fun. I know. Yeah. Sounds fun. That was, oh, just wait. That, <laughs> that was, was my first No, game. I, I know the story. Um, um, <laughs> That, and that was the first time they won the jug since like 1984 yeah, yes. or yep. some shit. Oh, wow. We had to watch their team oh, like, my God. It was awful. rush across the field and like rip it out of the Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> yes. was, uh, my roommate, my like best friend, he's like a huge Michigan fan. He's gone to games like his grandpa as a kid, went to Ohio, like had memories of like going to the Ohio State game and he was like, uh, it was awful, just like how people are and stuff like mm-hmm. that. My next game was the Appalachian State game. <laughs> That's my second game. <laughs> my third. So what happened is like <laughs> my first game. I went to like we went. I went with some friends. We got them off uh, ticket tub or ticket stub or whatever. And uh, the next game, I was dating a girl, and her parents had like season tickets. Her actually, her mom's company had like season tickets, and they had like free tailgating, free drinks. Like, I would hang out with, like, a bunch of rich, snobby people. Okay. Uh, like, the bartender, you get free drinks. Bartender's like, I was like, uh, vodka and Red Bull or something. He's like, is Grey Goose okay? <laughs> yes. And I was like, uh, are you kidding me? Like, you got anything better? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm used to drinking, like, 5 o'clock. Kettle like, 1, please. Uh, so, uh, we, I started going with her. So, that was that first, second game. The third game was the Oregon game. 
uh, where they, <laughs> they got killed. The next week, wasn't it? it was yeah. The next week where they got demolished. Uh, so those were my first three, and then it wasn't any better after that because it was the rest of that year. And then I, w- I started going for the first couple of years of the Rich Rod and Tate Forcier. And, Beautiful. Yeah. So I'm yeah. done. You should keep going. <laughs> yeah, you, you probably would yes. like. Stay the fuck away. Yeah. Uh, uh, that, that Minnesota game, uh, it was miserable, but Glenn Mason was their coach at that time. And so Minnesota is it's an interesting football place because for like several decades they were one of the best teams ever and their fans now are just they're they just accept that they root for a team that's never going to yeah. be better than like they eight and could five. they could be but like, wh- how how do you get a kid how I do you get know. a kid from florida if to wisconsin come up i feel the... like if wisconsin can do it they can yeah i mean wisconsin wisconsin they get just big line like, yeah. they're all about the lines Let which me... makes sense <laughs> yeah i guess they could copy that uh, uh, but no, know. but now they've got but fucking roll the boat, yeah, <laughs> baby. <laughs> so Glenn Mason won that game. It was the first like they had lost something like twenty three straight games to Michigan or some shit and for the first ever rivalry trophy ever, and they win it. And they didn't uh, like Glenn Mason had a great story afterwards. He like he uh, uh, um, seat belted it in next to him on the on the plane ride home, and then he brought it out. There was like a. a a bar with a bunch of like donors and stuff and he brought it to this bar afterwards and everybody's freaking out mm-hmm. and it's passing around That's and fun. Glenn Mason is is drinking and he looks down and he realizes the jug is nowhere to be seen oh, no. and there's people there's like people trying to drink out of it oh. it's like a 100 year old jug like lord knows the disgusting <laughs> stuff that nobody cares they don't people care. like trying to drink beer just out du- of it. like a layer of dust it's just in there dust and grime. <laughs> like I'll die for this like man uh, App State was my sophomore year. Uh, it was awful. Hmm. One of my, but one of my housemates, uh, <laughs> one of my housemates, was tailgating before the game and uh, uh, ate a, a large uh, pot brownie mm-hmm. while he was uh, while he was tailgating. And about like halfway through the second quarter, he was fading real quick. He's like, "I gotta go home. I, I, just <laughs> I have to go home." Out. He went home. Laid down on the couch and was asleep until like Sunday afternoon. Oh, he slept for almost a full day, wow. and then woke up and and uh, we were like, they lost, and he's like, bullshit. <laughs> 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 no, they did it, and we're like, we're not fucking with. They fucking yeah. lost to App State, so we had to like relive it all oh over. Oh my god! And watch him. I recorded it on my TiVo. Uh, Is that the biggest upset in college football history? It's still, still um, considered that. I mean. Perception wise, yeah. but they were a nat. They, they were, were a good team. They, they were, were. two time national championship team. D two. Yes. D D one A. Oh, D one A. Double A. Right. Uh, yeah, you can't play D two teams, but they were a very good team for what they were. Yeah. The next year, Michigan lost to Toledo, uh, Toledo which is, in my mind, a much bigger upset. Huh. Uh, but it, it's a, perception wise because it's a lower level team. It was the first time an FCS team ever. Beat a, 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 a FBS team in the top ten, especially sure. a top five, like yeah. number two or number yeah. three. Well, yeah, yeah. I would say. It, I, no. But you're right. Appalachian yeah. State was good. They they but were like, moving yeah, the ball. They had a good offense. Yeah, Sports they were. Otherwise, like last year, last year Howard beat <clears throat> UNLV, and that that's the record for the biggest point spread upset. Okay. Ever. Mm-hmm. So it, but but yes, in the just perception wise, 
pantheon wise huge powerhouse team losing to yes it's like and the biggest M- michigan thing. were they were favorites to be like national champions yeah they year, were yeah so. they were supposed to that was lloyd cars last year last year yeah was that it was that like the dagger you think because everybody always kind of no. talked like no it wasn't no. he he um yeah he finished he was, the season off strong that year yeah was, you guys went to the gator bowl right yep or, and beat florida or, it was last time like yeah, tim tebow lost uh, that was the gator bowl uh, no, the uh, it was the uh, Orange Bowl, uh, Capital One Outback, not yeah. Outback Bowl, the, the Citrus Bowl. Citrus what Bowl. What is yeah. what is formerly the Citrus Bowl? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Lloyd Lloyd was ready to go. He uh, he had approached the school about retiring after two thousand six, and the school was like, "Can you give us a year to get our ducks in a row?" And get a new a replacement for you, and he said yes, I'll come back. Um, and that year happened, and then the athletic department did not have their ducks in a row and shit the bed on several candidates before landing on Rich Rod. Yeah. So mm. was was it less miles? Yeah, they could have got less miles. I am so happy that they did. No, it, really, no, that guy's a lunatic, <laughs> and that's like like you know he was at LSU for probably. Three or four years too long. I thought he would have been a better fit than Rich Rod, but uh, even mean, if it wasn't, it didn't last long. Yeah, the thing he, was, he yeah. eats grass. I mean, but Rich, you, you don't have grass anymore. Have <laughs> <laughs> That's why, yeah, it didn't work grass. out. Because Rich Rod was a total changeup in offense yeah. and scheme wise and stuff, and the type of talent you're going to get. Didn't uh, work. But he did make so a little bit on Denard Robinson. It was fun watching. Yeah. Like Denard Robinson, because that was always like the thing. Like Michigan was boring; they <clears throat> need to get like a fast quarterback. And... But they, uh, um, uh, if you look at the defensive progression over his three years stint, it was like they actively didn't care. Yeah, about yeah. defense and that. Uh, like, yeah, you can score as many points as yep. you want, but if you can't no, stop, I don't fucking want to watch. I don't want to watch Michigan beat yep. Illinois sixty-seven yeah. to sixty-five. This isn't the Big Twelve. <laughs> I like, don't want to watch that. Is Rich Rod a head coach? Uh, no, no, he, no. he was he, at Arizona. Yeah, and then... he got he got canceled. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he had this really like uh, there. There was like he was cheating on his wife with his secretary, and there was like misogyny in the office. And he like sent around a memo to his coaches like, "Don't talk about your the program with your wife." Like <laughs> it was really weird. He was like, "Like oh, you ha- there's things in this office that you have to keep from your wife because wives love to talk." So they can't. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? So I don't think he'll. Isn't ever... he a Christian? <laughs> I don't no, think like... he'll. I, don't, I think Rich Rod's done. Uh, I, I think know, I, I think I doing. don't think he'll come back. If he's, he's coaching anywhere, it's as a coordinator. D- division might, two or uh, something. he might make a quarter like they XFL. Oh, man. <laughs> no ladies allowed. Is that gonna work? Is the XFL gonna work? Hell no! No, it's no. not gonna work. They announced the teams though the other yeah. day because the AFL is already closed. Yeah. That was supposed to be some type of competition, but uh, he's the offensive coordinator at Ole Miss. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> oh, that so, sounds very familiar. Uh, Richard's <laughs> an offensive coordinator at Ole Miss. Somebody's going to hire him. Like, teams don't care. Well, like, Ole Miss, they're like in a bowl ban for the next so many years. Crazy. Are they? Yeah, because they were paying players. He, I mean, that should be okay. No. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I get it. But also, not when everyone else isn't. No. He, for all that shit that went, went through, a, like, it was just a lot of weirdness at Arizona. Nobody cares. Wow. A little bit of time, people forget, man. Uh, Rodriguez's former administrative assistant filed a multi-million dollar claim accusing him of sexually harassing her (laughs) and creating a hostile work environment for years. For years. Wow. He admitted to having an affair but denied uh, allegations of other sexual misconduct. And then 
Ole Miss who had to fire <laughs> their coach for texting prostitutes. Ole Miss. That is wild to me. I'm floored. I mean, are you? Are you? Yes. They just went. Ole Miss just went through this. They had. They they had this holier than thou coach who who had to admit that he was hiring. He was using his work phone to text Robert Kraft. Sex workers. Robert Kraft, the owner of the nobody cares. (laughs) Wow. It's I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm just telling you the reality of sports. Like and then Liberty is another. Liberty hired that guy, right? Oh, I don't remember. Yeah. Liberty, what division are they even? They just moved up. To oh, have, yeah, okay. They're, they're giving it the old college try. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like how like I don't like the scheduling of like football and stuff. Like I hate these like cupcake teams. Like I would rather see something like the English Premier League, where like the top teams play each other, and the bottom, the next group, and the next group, and then yeah. you'd have to play your way up to like um, the top. I mean. I, th- like relegations never gonna happen, but uh, um, yeah, I, there. I mean, there is talk about theoretical, really. If uh, if if all of the big uh, divisions or if all the big conferences go up to sixteen, that yeah. that they would be like five, four or five super conferences, yeah. and they mm-hmm. would split off from FBS to be their own thing. Mm-hmm. So it's a possibility. I but, think it's possible. Uh, with the playoff, teams are... They're scheduling better. They're committing to scheduling better. In I, the future, in the next like 10 years, Michigan's going to play Washington. They're going to have home-and-home home series with Washington, Oklahoma, Texas, USC, UCLA. Yeah, the Big, Ten, the Big Ten has like a deal with the Pac-12. Yeah. Is it 12 now? Pac-12, uh, they've been scheduling recently. That's why we played Oregon for a while. I, we're playing Arizona State this year. Okay. Um, next, But next year, Michigan State plays Miami, Florida, um, and then the year after that as well. But a while ago, the Big Ten switched from an eight-game conference schedule to a nine-game, and I think that hurt. I, I don't know. I, I, I get tired of having to watch – Michigan State play like Indiana and Purdue or Rutgers when like, they could schedule Notre Dame again. And yeah, I don't think the bottom of the Big Ten's very good. Like I don't think those are very competitive games. No. What gives you that idea? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you're, they not, went, <laughs> you're not ramped up to watch Rutgers, Illinois, yeah, yeah. or Maryland. And, yeah, yeah. Like, man, it's it didn't work out. I I thought it was. I mean, I was stupid, or I still am well, stupid. I, but that's another thing about about the ticket stuff is that. Delaney, Jim Delaney, the the commissioner of of the Big Ten, intentionally diluted his product yeah. for uh, TV subscriptions. Yeah, they yeah. they they took Rutgers because they're in the New York New City Jersey market. Or New York or area, they took yeah. Maryland because they're in the DC market. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, if you get a Big basic markets. if you get a basic cable subscription yep. in New York or DC, you have no choice but to have the Big Ten network Big because 10, yep. of those. Mm-hmm. Sports, so and he did it. It's so sh- short-sighted because people are already finding different ways to consume the shit. Yeah, like they're streaming. People are, people are cutting cables, and yep. that like uh, that TV deal is gonna, uh, you know, it's gonna it's done. It's gonna ex- not expire, like, but it's like that useless. money is gonna yeah, yeah. Be, become less and less and less, mm-hmm. and then we're just fucking stuck with. Uh, they should the wor- the worst tra- traditionally the worst football program yeah. in the history of college. <laughs> yeah, they should get rid of Rutgers and Maryland and then replace them with fucking Oklahoma and Kansas because at least with yeah. Kansas you get a great basketball team. Well, that uh, so the Pac-12 tried to do this. They mm-hmm. tried to get 
they were interested in getting just Oklahoma and Texas. But there's, uh, like, the state government uh, of Oklahoma is very committed to keeping Oklahoma and Oklahoma State together. Mm-hmm. So that, ma- that makes sense. It's you, probably a big yeah, rivalry, a lot of money involved. Yeah, you yeah. can't. They they weren't gonna let one go without the other, oh. um, um, and Texas is its own fucking crazy. Yeah, they have their they, own network. Yeah, the Longhorn Network. Longhorn. Network. They have they, their. They own... would do well. Oh, yeah, they do. They would do well in the SEC, I think. But yeah, you know. But uh, no other no other conference is gonna let them have their own. No television exclusive television deal. No, I think this is what it comes down to. Is there's just too much money involved and people who have it right now. Yeah. They don't want to give up any of that or anything to change. Yeah. Well, they, we'll see what happens. They, Big Ten has a new commissioner now. I yeah. can't remember his name, but I don't know. Yeah. Brady Hoke. <laughs> 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 um, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, there was the, that last crazy round of expansion. There was. There was talk that that was only the beginning, that the tech that the Pac-12 was going to mm-hmm. go up to 16, yeah. and it was going to force the Big 12 to maybe fall apart, uh, uh, and then the the Big 10 would have to go up to 16, and then we'd mm-hmm. have these super conferences. And I, I think there there seems to be like a round of expansion in in conference shifting and realignment every like 10 or 15 years. Yeah. yeah. So that's the next big that's the next big move. Is there's 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 going to be 16 team super conferences. Mm-hmm. They'll uh, all kind of play each other. They'll all play each other, and then uh, things like the MAC are going to have to figure out what what they're going to do. Well, I, I know this is always a topic, but uh, I like the idea of expanding the playoff to eight teams. Yeah. And yeah. then you got the champions of each conference, obviously, get an mm-hmm. automatic bid, and then you've got your at-large people. And yeah. then I think you then throw in, like, an uh, F, what is it? Uh your like group of five team, yeah. Your best group of five, which would be probably Cincinnati this year or UCF last year. I don't know. I, I always thought that that would be a fun way to give them yeah. a shot. Yeah, but. yeah. I would like to expand it to eight, also, just because yeah. Instead of like you know the Big Ten getting one, like maybe that's all they get. But I think some of these other conferences could throw more in. Uh, you know, yeah, the SEC, yeah. the SEC well, I yeah. feel like is the SEC's already had two in the yeah, yeah. yeah. but they could probably have three or four if it was like <laughs> the eight or whatever. Uh, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that. I mean, <laughs> if they're better, they're better. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Win your conference, yeah. I guess. <laughs> but they have the heart way harder. Like I think the big test like schedule. The, I like the idea of eight because then yeah, you have an auto bid for each conference champion, and then mm-hmm. you've got three at large. Yeah. Yep. And bids for whatever you know. Yeah. Yeah. Three at large, and then your your group of five. Best group of five teams. Yeah, I don't know. That, that'd be cool. Yeah, but then you got to get rid of the bowl games, which I don't know why you can't just repurpose the bowl game locations as your as your round your round. No, I one. think if they go, they gotta have uh, site games. Yeah, fucking if if like Georgia came and played at Michigan for the in the first round of the Hell playoffs, yeah. that would be. Banana. That'd be yeah, fun. Be, that'd yeah, be sweet. Yeah, be like the yeah, but none of those southern teams want to come up here in December. Yeah, it's tough shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get a higher seed then. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. That'd be amazing. I would love that. Yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. But a lot there was a lot of resistance to the first the switch over from the BCS or whatever to the four. Um, well, there was a lot. Yeah, I think there was a lot of resistance from the old system yeah. to the BCS. Yes. And then by the end of the BCS, people were like, "This is not working. We yeah. need." Something else. Yeah, because you'd have like sometimes two or three yeah. undefeated teams, there, there was and the, a third team would be like, Ooh. yeah. Um, there was the year that yeah uh, Auburn went undefeated and got left out. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. What? So, yeah, there in the BCS there uh, B- BCS era it was USC and Oklahoma, right? 
Uh, and then was that two thousand eight or nine? And Auburn swept though. Oh, like they were, they went thirteen and zero. They it, they the went undefeated in the SEC and didn't get to play for a national championship. Like didn't even get it. That's uh, wow. Yeah. Like maybe one thing if you're UCF or something like that. Oh, yeah. Like to be in the SEC and go. Yeah. That's nuts. I don't remember when that was. I think it was two thousand three. I think it was when USC was like. Good. Uh, Pete Carroll. Yeah. yeah. Reggie the Bush. Carroll. Uh, oh, man, one of the best games I've ever seen was the USC versus Texas game. Yep. Yeah. That was oh a good my game. Gosh, I got to watch that exact same game a year before. <laughs> 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 what game? Uh, uh, the the Rose Bowl. They played. That was the Rose Bowl for the national championship. The year before oh. that, Michigan and Texas played in oh. the Rose Bowl, and it was basically the same yeah, exact game. Yeah. Yeah. Man, he yeah. was yeah. amazing in college. Yeah, that it game. was unbelievable. Some of the stuff he would do. Uh, I still remember the U.S. Uh, and I remember another game. Sorry, I thought maybe this would refer to, but one of the other best games I've ever seen was the Michigan Ohio State game uh, when they were one and two seed. Two thousand six. Uh, talk about it. Yeah, it was a good game. That was, was so a, much fun. Though. That, was, I mean, that was a that was a weekend. I that was my freshman year. Bo Bo Schembechler died the day before the game. Michigan and Michigan State. So are you think you're gonna win? One and two in the country. Bo Schembechler died. They're both undefeated. They're playing for a national championship. And I was like, I have to go. I have yeah. to go. So I got I hopped in a friend's car and I went down there. I scalped a ticket for three hundred bucks. Oh man. Ugh. I was I was by myself in the middle of the Ohio State student section. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> brave. It's brave. I'm glad you made it out. <laughs> I made it out. Uh, uh, it was pretty it was crazy. Um, uh, that was not an illegal hit. I don't remember to which yeah. play. I don't remember. What? I don't remember the play. Uh, Ohio State was driving to win the game, uh, to try to win the game, and uh, uh, Ernest Shazer uh, hit Troy Brown, uh, and they said it was like helmet to helmet or whatever, or like a uh, late hit. It wasn't. Uh, and they, that was, but it was a good game. That was, uh, I mean, one verse. Two whatever! Hype. <laughs> <laughs> it's Shut over. up! Shut up, Tom! <laughs> it's over. Yeah. Uh, but then, so they, they lost that game. They lost to USC in the Rose Bowl that year. Then they opened the next year by losing to App State and Oregon. And I remember um, they played Penn State the next week, or Notre Dame, Notre Dame. And uh, somebody had a huge sign that said, win one for Bo already. <laughs> he died. He, they, went, they went 0-4 at, right uh, after his death. Uh, uh, <laughs> sorry to bring up those memories. Thanks. <laughs> you got like PTSD for a bit. PTSD. PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll get more to we'll get back to Michigan and Michigan State a little bit, but uh, Andrew Luck retired, guys, and I thought this only happened to Lions players, <laughs> you know, with Stafford or not Stafford, maybe Stafford's next, I don't know, yeah. uh, but Barry and Calvin, you know, guys who could have still played now yeah. retiring. Uh, I watched the press conference of Andrew Luck. It seemed like he said it was the hardest decision of his life. Um, I mean that. Uh, if you play, do you play fantasy football? Or I know you play. I play college. college. <laughs> You're one of the only people I know that plays college. Yeah. Uh, you I, play f- I play fantasy football. You have them on your team or anything like no, that? No, we haven't drafted yet. We uh, we wait till the last moment. That's because of shit like this. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Uh, I saw a buddy of mine, or I went to high school with. There, I'm not. I don't really play. Uh, I started playing fantasy football. That's how I got into fantasy sports. But I just do baseball mostly now. But one guy has Andrew Luck on. Uh, he's is the type of guy that always seems like bad luck's happening to and stuff. And he has Andrew Luck on as like his dynasty team or That's whatever. And, like they're all making fun of him. Well, and, uh, I I mean, hey, if you're playing football and you get through practice, like your four weeks of practice, and you're just like, 
Oh, yeah. I got to do another 20 weeks of this probably? Like, fuck it's this. A, it's the part of, like, reconciling, uh, enjoying a sport where people are... There's a tacit understanding that that, that this is bad for them. Yeah, <laughs> physically, yep. physically, it is a it's bad for the people that play. Yeah. They and they they enter into this knowing that uh, football is something that can change your life for the best. Mm-hmm. But you you're gonna get wrecked. Yeah, and, yeah. and so like make your money and get know, out. He he this. This announcement that the news broke that he was retiring in the middle of one of their preseason games, and as he was walking off the field, <laughs> their fans booed him. Yeah. Oh my god! It's awful because, from my perspective, <sighs> if we if we are going to enjoy a sport where people are, are putting their bodies on the line for yep. our enjoyment, just a little respect would be. We nice. have to be okay with them listening to their bodies and saying yeah. like, "I'm yeah. not okay to play anymore." Yeah. It's not up to him. It's yeah. like I don't like I don't I, if I'm Andrew Luck, I don't want to be a 45 year old. Who had, whose knees are crippled and who like drinking from a pain. straw? Yeah, you know? <laughs> addicted to painkillers. Oh yeah. and you know, uh, and uh, yeah. their well, brain riddled with CTE. Yeah, you know, like like Junior Seau played too long and then yep. he Killed shot himself, himself yep. in the gut with a shotgun. Yeah. yeah, so he could preserve his brain, so yeah. they could. That's so just they crazy, could, you know. So I, yeah. I remember. Uh, I think you got to respect respect their body. He's he's listening to himself and he said, "I can't play this anymore." And yeah. like. Thank, thank Good for you him. For, thank you for the the nine years you gave me as like if you're a Colts fan. Yeah. Not not like how dare this yeah. millennial. <laughs> yeah. This uh, millennial doesn't wants to retire early. Yeah. Who does he think he Doug is? Doug Gottlieb. Did you see that? I didn't. Doug Gottlieb tweeted who something. Who fucking like, cares what yeah. those pundits think? They're I, so fucking. I retweeted him like I'd, I'd rather have somebody who respects his body than somebody who got kicked out of Notre Dame for credit card fraud. <laughs> 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 that dude. That's what happened to that dude. Uh, yeah. What? You know Doug, Doug Gottlieb, Gottlieb, the the. Radio personality. He's a no. bigger guy, right? He's a little he's, piece of shit. Yeah. yeah, really. He was a great basketball player in college. He went to Notre Dame as a freshman and stole somebody's credit card and used it a bunch. Oh my god! And then got kicked out of school and uh, then he went to Oklahoma State. Oh my what god! A douche. Fucking yeah. Fuck that guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Andrew Luck. His last three or four years, he's had like a lot of injuries that he's had to like play yeah. through and struggle. Like he talked about it. Like you know, it's not easy. Who's man. their backup? Um, um, Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so they're probably uh, not gonna have a great. They're, uh, for, <laughs> do you guys remember Ricky Williams? Yeah. yeah, he took a break after like for a couple of years, or whatever, because he had yeah. like to run the ball like 350 times or yeah. something one yeah. year, and he's just like, yeah. I can't do that. Like, my, yeah. I want to go. And smoke people pot. gave him shit yeah. too yeah. for wanting to go and smoke pot and I be like a spiritualist. Smoke <laughs> pot in the desert. Yeah, yeah dude, go for it. Yeah. yeah. At like, first it was like, oh, what a freaking loser, and then I yeah. look back at it and I'm like, oh no, he had it right. He pulled a Dave Chappelle. He had yeah, it right. He, like, <laughs> yeah, he, like people just assume you're crazy. Dave like, Chappelle. what are you doing? You're leaving. Yeah. This is so great. Uh, but no, he he was right, and I mean, it's better than. Pot's better than opiates, like being stuck oh, yeah, on sure. all these like painkillers, like Brett Favre or any of these other football players mm-hmm. that go through it. <laughs> Remember when Brett Favre showed his dick to that cheerleader? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I thought she was a reporter. I thought she was a reporter. I thought it was a cheer. I don't know. I oh. don't remember all the whatever. <laughs> uh, if you're a betting man, hopefully you did not bet on the Colts uh, because their hey, their odds know, were twelve man. to one. They're twelve to one now. They are thirty to one. Wow. So they went from uh, being the favorite for their division to... Uh, well, it just means you're just going to win more money. Yeah. <laughs> Does Jim Ursay still own them? I don't know. I believe so. That guy's crazy, too. I mean, usually owners, like, I mean, they don't, they love owning football teams. <laughs> Dude, I love owning this football <laughs> yeah, team. Yeah, man. Like, you know, why, that's why Jay-Z's trying to get it. It's hard to get a team. Yeah. Jay-Z's trying to get it uh, yeah, to be an owner. Is He's he a play- billionaire. He should be able to at some point. 
Uh, fuck fuck yeah. Jay Z. It's a very tight knit <laughs> group. Like they don't just like let anybody like own a team. It's weird. You got to like yeah. apply for it, and they got like approve you, and or just be born into it, or be white, or <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's not entirely true. <laughs> How many are there? Eddie? Well, there's Jacksonville's owner, and he's Arabic, I believe. Um. Yeah, okay. You got me. <laughs> I don't know. I actually I don't, don't know. I don't know the people that own teams enough to know. <laughs> pretty sure it's like pretty much white. Uh yeah. or in Martha Ford. Like she's, born she's into the it. the Fords are the worst owners. Yeah. <laughs> they do not care about winning. Well they think they care, they just don't know shit. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know shit either, though, so whatever. But, but you're yeah. not running the team. <laughs> like, if you're not control, that's okay. I feel like I would run a team into the ground. <laughs> Matt Billup? <laughs> no, I would make all ticket prices 50% yeah. cut. And then, you go. Like, yeah. uh, um, the Falcons, their new stadium, uh, they intentionally made all the concessions it's affordable. Cheaper. So, like, a, a pop is two bucks and a, yeah. and a hot dog is three bucks. Yeah, and nachos, like, five four bu- or whatever. Five bucks. Yeah. I'm like, if if that was the case, I would actually yeah, I'd buy and, tickets, yeah. I, yeah, I would eat and I would eat and drink in your stadium. But yes. I like I I've been to Little Caesars twice, once for a concert, once for basketball. It's like, uh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna drink a few beers before I go in. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not gonna buy a nine dollar Bud yeah. Light. Uh, right. Did you hear about how like they they they're, I've talked about it a couple times on my show, but like uh, instead of like doing better at selling tickets, they just like because people weren't going to the games and you could tell they just got seat covers and covered yeah. all the seats up. Like yep. yeah, they, yeah, they do that all the time. <laughs> there, was, there, were, there were several articles about the LCA's first year <laughs> where um, uh, people like uh, the Pistons administration was like. You know, the concourse of this place is just so fantastic that everybody's watching the game from Shut out up. there. Like, oh no, they're fucking yeah, not. They're no, just not there. They're, yeah. they're, they're not in the they're not in the Kid Rock America bar. Yeah. They're not yeah. at the stadium. Yeah. I have not been there yet. It costs like seventy bucks to park. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's like fuck yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. I miss the old It was a good it was a great place to watch yeah. Radiohead. Yeah. What's up? Wow. It was a great place to see Radiohead. Nice. Oh, you went there to see a band? I'm like, I, th- I thought we were talking about radio again. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great... Yeah, there was a screening of radio. Yeah, it was a great so place to see out. the live-action adaptation of radio. <laughs> there you go. You can, you can direct that at home. <laughs> yeah. What a, yeah. Musical radio. What else do we got? All right, so college football started. We have our first game. Hell yeah. Started yesterday. There were a couple games yesterday, but Two the main one was Florida versus Hawaii uh, won. Miami. Hawaii Did they won win? despite seven turnovers. Yeah. They fucking won. They Ari- well, Ari- speaking of Arizona, yeah. you know, they are in trouble. Yeah. But I watched that, and I was just amazed that their quarterback was a very tall, white dude with Who? blonde dreads. Who? Hawaii's. Hawaii. Oh, Cole, uh, Cole McDonald. McDonald. Yeah, dude, he's, he can sling it. <laughs> yeah. They're like... Hawaii's like back to what they used to be, uh, with like Colt, Colt, uh, what was his name? Colt uh, Brennan. 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 Yeah, man. That'd be hard Colt. to like play such... for. If your name is Colt, you just ha- you have to be a quarterback. A quarterback. <laughs> yeah, that is a pretty sweet name. <laughs> I, I it always reminds me of a uh, little ninja. What's that movie? Three ninjas. I don't Three know. Ninjas. Little, ninjas. Little, ninjas. <laughs> little Ninjas. I mean, Little Ninjas. They were kids, weren't they? It's been a long time since I saw the movie, but yeah, Little Ninjas. There's Colt and Rocky and uh, Very Tum-tum? 90s. Very 90s names. Yeah. Tum Tum? Is that Tum Tum? That was such a great movie. Uh, but yeah, Florida, um, despite all their efforts, to Florida, lose. Florida actually won. Yeah. Yeah, beat Miami 24 to 20. Yeah. Florida's I, the eighth ranked team. 
right now. I don't think yeah. they should be ranked eighth after that. This is, I mean, I, I don't think there should be a, a ranking, a ranking until until the end week of three September. Or, yeah. How do you know? Like, how can you know, you know all the compare all these teams? You and, absolutely don't. They're only there because they they sells magazines. Destroy, they destroyed Michigan in the bowl game because yeah. Michigan was checked out after they got embarrassed by Ohio State. And mm-hmm. So people like so, like shit like that happens where you know Michigan is disappointed to be in that game. And Florida was very excited to be that in that game, and they came out fired up, and they won, and everybody's like, "Oh, Florida's great! Florida's yeah. ready!" Well, yeah. they had a great defensive line, but they just committed so many dumb pass <laughs> interference penalties and uh, unsportsmanlike penalties to keep a play that was like fourth and thirty-four, <laughs> keep it alive, so they could keep driving the field and like there get in a, range of scoring and beating them. There was a sequence. Uh, there was a sequence in the middle of that game, in the middle of the fourth quarter, where. Uh, Miami went for a fourth down, mm-hmm. missed it. Mm-hmm. Florida immediately threw an interception on the next. Yeah, play. I saw that. Yeah. And then Miami immediately fumbled the ball on yeah. the next play. Oh my yeah. god! Uh, I well, love I love early season football. When yeah. when a team play, they don't get preseason. They don't. Yeah. They don't. They only scrimmage against themselves. So you, that's why they play. Everybody plays like a, a, a cupcake yeah. at the beginning of the year to just get in a rhythm. Yeah. But when when it, when this happens, when two like teams with actual hopes and dreams play each other in the first year you uh, you're gonna see two teams shit the bed and it is yeah. it's mm-hmm. beautiful and it's ugly and this is why how I love, many this times is exactly why i love college yeah football. yeah i remember they're all like 19 years old yeah around yes. out there. how um how many times did that Miami quarterback dropped the ball. So many. Like Tate, put Tate Martell in. Like Tathan? yeah, <laughs> Tate. Tathan. Put Tathan in. Tate, put Tate. Tate. His 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 nickname is Tate. They his fucking parents named him Tathan. Like Nathan, but with a T. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Tathan Martell. Yeah. That is. I I don't I don't see any negative to to starting him over the guy they had in there because the guy they had in there was reckless well, with the if, ball. Yeah, he'd run it. He the, he's a freshman. Yeah, it would the pocket would collapse around him and he'd panic, start running, not protect the ball, and the tackler would just like strip it every time. And there's, they got so lucky they jumped on their own fumble like there's gotta four be a times. Reason. Did you ever watch QB one? Mm, is that like a Bleacher Report? No, it's or? a it's a documentary series on netflix no and every it's interesting every season they follow three high school senior quarterbacks who are like like five like five going to be recruited yeah yeah uh and first year he's one of them okay and he's a little piece of shit i bet you gotta yeah Yeah. like i mean just think about being like a five-star recruit you're a piece of shit yeah Yeah. sorry it's a really I'm, I'm sorry if you're listening, I'm but sorry if any listening to this right now. Uh, <laughs> guess what? You're probably a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, like you really need to humble yourself. Like, oh yeah, you know. Well, you get you like uh, you. I, that's I am astounded every time I see LeBron James, like just interact, like just being a person, being a nice. He's like yeah. so he's well, a great guy. he's a great guy. He's yeah. well adjusted. Yeah, he yeah. gives back to the community. He's a really good dad. Yeah, yeah. how. Like how? How do you? Hate, I don't know how you can hate him. Everybody yeah, in his life has been sucking his dick since he was in yeah. sixth grade, yeah. and he's like, cool dude, well yeah. adjusted. Like if that was me, yep. if I was given that sort of attention, 
as a as a high schooler into oh college, I would I would pro I probably would be dead. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, like I would like to think that I would be a good person, yeah, be the uh-uh. same person. But no. I think I got humbled being ugly yeah. and not a good star. Like so. Way more Johnny Manziel than <laughs> you, right? James. Like yeah. we we look at those people, we like just you know yeah. have opinions about them and like this or that. But like we don't know what it's like to go through yeah. something like that. Yeah, Where man. again, nobody tells you no. Women probably love you. Like yeah, you get yeah. whatever you you've got want. coaches setting up sex workers for you yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, you get everything you want all the spotlights yeah. the attention you're probably not even working hard in your classes someone's yeah. doing your like yeah you just well it's, it's like felipe franks the quarterback for florida he was just mouthing off to the camera any chance he got yeah, yesterday yeah. And, the, and the announcers were like there he is talking again he's, <laughs> he's he, he uh he's gonna be fun to watch this year yeah because he threw with three picks right yeah they he he gave miami every possible opportunity to Some win of that them were game. so bad too florida won despite the efforts of their quarterback and uh, like storming off the field after their win, he punted the game ball into the into the Miami <laughs> crowd. <laughs> I didn't see that, that part. That is the sort yeah, of good. big dick energy that I am on board. For. <laughs> but like, you gotta watch when you do that stuff because teams aren't gonna take you. They're gonna yeah, learn oh, yeah. from that. They're oh gonna yeah, learn from the Johnny he'll get, he'll, and... He got wrecked on one of those interceptions yeah. too, oh, yeah. and it was like on the ground, like oh, my yeah, leg. Man. Uh, did you see the Michael Irvin video? Like he was like trying to hype up uh, Miami player, or like I don't know. There's like a uh-uh. what is it? I'm pretty sure he's all coked out. <laughs> what I got Miami. Yeah, I assume all the Miami players are probably guy from Miami <laughs> on cocaine, <laughs> and he's from Miami. <laughs> what? That is shocking. Uh, no way. I know you're not a big baseball fan, but I was telling Mitch before. Uh, I was. I just watched a documentary about biogenesis. Do you know what that's about? The there's a guy named Tony Bosch, and he had his company. He was basically giving steroids to baseball players. Oh. But uh, he's the guy that gave it to a- Alex Rodriguez, uh, Ryan Braun, who was, uh, who was from Miami. Is this the base- Netflix, like, Screwball or whatever? Yes, that's what oh, it is. I, I've, that's come up on my feed. I want to watch that. Oh, yeah. my gosh. It's so good. Alex Rodriguez is a fucking dirtbag, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Seriously? Like, <laughs> I, I don't know how people, like... Just forgot about that, yeah. and now he's like on the Yankees as a special assistant. Yeah. He's an MLB analyst. He's dating Jennifer Lopez. There's a story there. I read a profile about him one time, and there, uh, he above his bed, hanging above his bed, he's got a portrait of himself as, as a, a centaur. centaur. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's I have not like seen huge. that. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's like. Dodgeball yeah, shit, like man. Ben Stiller yeah, and Dodgeball. Where he got it from? Like uh, this guy, he's an egomaniac. He definitely is. Like uh, him yeah. in baseball, MLB fought like hard, man. The commissioners. Uh, so he the, was the other way. He's what? he's the he's the anti-LeBron. Where it yeah. all it all obviously went yeah. to his head because mm-hmm. he's yeah. Yeah, and he like uh, he, when they busted everybody, like everybody else took their penalties. Like no, I didn't do it. Like I'm taking you to court. Like he is just, just fighting the worst, tooth and nail. man. Uh, again, though, maybe I'm, maybe if I was in the same spot, I don't know. Maybe I would, you know, who knows? <coughs> like, I get why it's some of those times. people took. Yeah. So, what's that? That was, I mean, that was what baseball was at that point, right? No, like, the, yeah. I blame MLB for that. They yeah. allowed that yeah. stuff to happen. Oh yeah. They got. They made tons of money watching yeah. home run records being broken by McGuire and, and Sosa and Bonds. Happened to come at a time when, like, uh, when viewership numbers were at like an all time yeah. low. Cool. Well, they had the. Uh, the break or whatever they didn't yeah. play they uh yeah they didn't play the whole season or whatever yeah so it was they needed something and that did boost but like yeah. 
That's not fair to everybody else, though, who's not taking steroids. You can't, you yeah. know, you're trying to make millions just of dollars. Go, just go back to the 70s when everybody was on speed. Yeah. <laughs> come on. And baby. drunk. Come on, baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some guys get to take like, Adderall and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, well, that, the, that's uh, speed, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah I, like in the 70s, every baseball player was on like methamphetamines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you could get a prescription. Like Chris Davis had a prescription for it Adderall. and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, I'm pretty sure, like you could tell when he wasn't taking it because he'd be like, just wasn't focused. <laughs> distracted. Yeah, <laughs> just like, not good. Yeah, playing with I mean, butterflies in the name? outfield. Yeah, what's uh, Doc, Doc Ellis. Doc Ellis. Yeah. Accidentally yeah. T- took yeah. LSD before. <laughs> yeah, and he threw the no hitter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was really uh, there was there's a full length documentary about that. Yeah, because that that one there was an animation that, like, or whatever cartoon about, yeah, about that was it good. is so good on YouTube. They made a full documentary of. Of it, it was real disappointing because the whole back half is about how he found God and like yeah, <laughs> talk, <laughs> oh, yeah. talk more about the, the acid. Yeah. <laughs> that would be he was like pitching though. to Richard Nixon. Yeah. He thought yeah. Funny. So, but uh, I I just assume all <laughs> Miami players are like on drugs. Like the the stadium's still named after Alex Rodriguez. They never took like in my like yeah. I just assume they're all taking coke. It, it does happen. Uh, I I went to Lincoln Park High School and I've. Uh, when I was there, it was actually one of their better seasons. Like they, they were nationally one of the worst programs ever. Like MTV did a TV show about them called "Wait Till Next Year." Like they're so bad. It was, it's really bad. Football. Yes. You know how like they did that one in Alabama, like with the really good the team nationally or whatever. Yeah. Well, they tried to do like the opposite in Lincoln Park, my hometown. <laughs> just yeah, yeah just what you want. I want to be on TV for being known as the worst. I, <laughs> it was bad. Uh, yeah. But so when I was in high school, I was a junior. The senior team or the the group made uh, the playoffs, and we played. We had a big rivalry versus Allen Park, who's usually a really good team every year in and out, and they were beating them. Halfway at halftime or whatever, surprisingly, uh, find, come to find out, like Allen Park players saying that, yeah, a bunch of them did coke at halftime and came out and just whooped on Lincoln Park. And I'm not because I've heard Lincoln, some of the Lincoln Park guys were taking steroids and stuff like that. Like it's just what year was this? Uh, oh four. Wow. Jesus. Oh three. Oh three. That's... I can't imagine doing coke in high school. Yeah, like, that's, that's, that's scary. That's, that's heavy duty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fuck. No, but, I played football. I played football in high school and like. Uh, that that wasn't even in the realm of possibility that somebody would be taking steroids. For Were you guys any good? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Uh, we went. Well, maybe if you did steroids, yeah, it would have been better. We went. We went four and five my senior year, and that was the best season <laughs> uh, in like twenty years at oh. my high school. They um, they had never made the playoffs until the last like three or four years. They're actually pretty good now. Yeah. Yeah. There are some recruits out of Muskegon. Or, Hell yeah, Tyree Jackson. He went to is Michigan. The, isn't he, he went to Buffalo, Buffalo, and now he's uh, he he just signed as a free agent with the Bills. Oh, and just yeah. staying in Buffalo. Yeah, man. Hell yeah, cool. Michigan. Yes. <laughs> yes. And All Michigan right. State. Let's talk about this state. Let's talk about this season. What are your predictions? Let's go with you, Mitch. What do you think MSU is going to do? Well, last season was. Um, not good. V- very hard to watch. Yeah. We had. I mean, you guys made some sweeping changes. Right? <laughs> yes, I'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till your side. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we went seven and six last year, uh, losing in the Red Box Bowl to Oregon, seven to six. <laughs> uh, we had the arguably the best defense, one of the best defenses in the country, the best rushing defense in the country. Um, I can't remember. I couldn't find the actual stat of how many yards per game we allowed, or uh, but 
for points allowed per game, we only allowed 18.7 Yeah, on average. So that was – or uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, that's wrong. I'm looking at the offense. Oh, in a, for <laughs> we'll get we'll get to that in just a sec. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so opponent points per game, seventeen point two. That's eighth best out of the hundred thirty teams. Yeah. Um, defense, we return everybody pretty much this year except Justin Lane and Kari Willis, who got drafted. Um, did, what did both of them get drafted? Yep, or? Okay. both of them. Justin Lane's in Pittsburgh, and Kari Willis is on Indianapolis. So, okay. um, and we lost some other people just just like backups and whatnot, yeah. journeyman. Um, so the defense is going to be great. We return the best defensive line in the country, arguably, uh, a great linebacking core and good uh, secondary as well. No problems on that end whatsoever. It should be great. But, and, and you can see it in last year's scores, like we held teams to like under 10 points and still lost. Yeah. Like because our offense was – Fucking terrible. Yeah. The worst offense I've ever seen Michigan State ever field. Um, injuries certainly didn't help. Like, our uh, Lewerke, our quarterback, was hurt throughout most of the season. We lost our best receiver in the Michigan game. So halfway through the season, we lost Cody White, Daryl Stewart. Just, it was so many people getting hurt. We couldn't get a, a, a good offensive line, like, to mesh. Everybody was either getting hurt or, like, just not performing. And then, so the season ends, and it's like, holy shit, like, get rid of these coordinators and hire new guys. And D'Antonio instead, which he's known to do, which, you know, it's worked in the past. We have had bad, okay to bad seasons, reshuffled, and then come back and won a Rose Bowl. Um, He just shuffled people around. So he moved Dave Warner, our offensive coordinator, back to quarterback's coach. He moved the co- he We were doing a co-offensive coordinator thing. <laughs> I don't get that yeah, yeah. And ever. Um, and we moved Jim Bullman, who was offensive line, uh, or who was a co-offensive coordinator, back to off, just offensive okay. line. So we moved, we got those guys out of there, and then we moved up Brad Salem, who I believe, I believe he was like an offensive coordinator at one point in his career, <laughs> <laughs> to to be the offensive coordinator and running backs okay. coach. So we're we want to be a running back focus team so badly yeah um but it just hasn't been working out the past four years so kind of like what the lions are planning on doing try to like you know run and then a good d line good defense well if you can run effectively you win and you can stop if you run and and you stop the run you win and i i mean last season was very frustrating obviously but you know we beat penn state at their house and they were a top 10 team that was good um but we returned so many people so much talent if the offense is just a little better because they were terrible they were um da, 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 126th out of 130th in production <laughs> <Yeah>. <clears throat> and that's the second worst uh fbs team in the country can you guess the worst Rutgers. <laughs> it was Rutgers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was Rutgers, and we barely beat them yeah uh we beat them 14 to 10 like we barely beat them. So there's uh, some pros though. You got a really good defense, and you're hoping that D'Antonio can shuffle things around and just we'll get see. Some but point. but so I read recently that his he this is like the his coordinator's la, like last season. Like he shuffled them around because they had one year left, and it was basically like a I, from what I understand is kind of like a message of like you better get it done this year, yeah, and if you don't, done. then you're done. See you later. But, at Ohio State, yeah. At well, that's the whole yeah. fucking shit with that realign yeah. the realignment a few four or five years ago. We'll 
They need to fix that because yeah. I, I hate that. Me too. We don't get any home game, like good yeah. home yeah. games. It's a every every other year. year, we get yeah. Michigan and Ohio State at home, but yeah. ugh, yeah. it sucks. Yeah. So your wait, your home schedule for it sucks. So, <laughs> it's so boring. So, uh, coming off a hot seven and six year, yeah. let's get excited. Let's get fans excited to see Tulsa, yeah. Western Michigan, Arizona State, Indiana. Penn State, That's Illinois, the best game. and Maryland. Yeah, That's State. our home schedule. Yeah. It's terrible. You had that schedule on the road last year, basically, then? You have to play Essentially. at well, Ohio State, at Wisconsin, and at Michigan in the same year. That's yep. tough. Yeah. But yeah, I, I feel the same way. Our, like, This is going to be the craziest last month of a home year yeah. in the history of Michigan well, we, football. Michigan and Michigan State play in November this uh, year. Yep. Man. That's and weird. Our last three home games are Notre Dame, Michigan State, Ohio State. And Notre what? Dame at the end of the year, Yeah, too. I was going to say, Notre so, Dame's yeah. usually always like a first couple yeah. games. They play them, they play them uh, Halloween weekend this year. Those that'll are all it. at home? That'll be it. Those if you are guys... all, the last three home games of the year. The three biggest rivalries. It's gonna so be before crazy. we go, to, uh, what was your prediction on the year? Oh, on the year? Excuse me. On the year, um, let me look at that real quick. Rico Beard. Rico Beard. He, he picked 11 Col- and 1. Did he? Did he? <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah, Rico, shut up. That's like a Graham Couch prediction. Uh, I'm not... he, Graham Couch said 10 and 2. Yeah. I think I I think reasonably they can win nine games. Okay. Those away games at Wisconsin, Michigan, and, and Ohio State are going to be the, obviously awesome. the toughest games. But I think we could pull out one of those. So I'm just going to say nine, 9 and 3. Okay. Okay. If they and then a bowl. And a bowl if, they, what? if they go lower, are you going to be... Upset? A little. A little. I mean, they have it. It would be such a waste of defense. Like yeah. the defense is so fucking good. Yeah. They've got like first round picks on the line yeah. and in the in. That'd behind be frustrating. Them. As a player, when you're on the good side of a team and like the other side sucks and stuff. Yeah. Like, how uh, could you? Uh, if you're defense, you would want to kill your offense. Yeah. You're like, come like, on. Like, like shit. You guys. I just fucking stopped these guys, and now we're going back out there. We we collapsed in fourth quarter just because we didn't have any cushion. We had to yeah, constantly. Man. Uh, give me one offensive and defensive standout. Offensive? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, if so, here's the thing. If if if, uh, if if for offense, like I'm looking at the pro football focused college, like all Big Ten team, there's no Michigan State players right? for for very good reason. For the first time ever. Yeah, right? for very good reason. So what? Uh, big uh, Michigan State players. Pro on football it. focus oh, yeah. is like they're like an <laughs> analytics website. And they they they, they t- I love I really like their stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, if if Brian Lewerke stays healthy and the team stays healthy, I would say Brian Lewerke because last year he decided for some reason, I'm not going to use my legs as much as I used to. Okay. Because uh, 2017, he had a great year. He was, um, I think he like cracked the top three in Michigan State all-time yards, okay. all-purpose yards. So he, he can run, he can throw. Um, and then last year he kind of got dinged up and didn't run as much and it just fell apart. If he can get back to that, I would say Brian Lewerke is the guy to watch on offense because okay. he's fun to watch. Like, okay, yeah. like the way Lewerke. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, diggity. Uh, <laughs> um, defense, uh, it's got to be Kenny Willekes. Okay. Yeah, and Kenny Willekes on the edge. On the edge, uh, yeah. Right. Um, but he wasn't put for some reason on uh, the All Big Ten team. The, his place was taken by. Uh, AJ Epineza and Chase Young. Chase okay. Young is very good, but it's weird. I looked at like, I think I saw the PFF College like top fifty players in college. Yeah. Kenny Willekes was ranked above AJ Epineza, so, and then they still put AJ Epineza as an edge rusher instead. 
Uh, well, it looks like there's a bunch of state guys on the Yeah, screen, it's so the whole to... Raekwon and Mike Panishuk. It's fun. Um, Mike Panishuk and Jacob Panishuk are brothers. Oh, wow. And they, Jacob Panishuk plays on the opposite uh, edge of Kenny Willekes, and they're both po- like Polish-speaking, so they'll speak Polish on the line together. Nice. That's kind of fun. Uh, but yeah, and yeah, Kenny Willekes for sure. Right. I think he'll be a top-ten pick if, so long as he doesn't hurt himself. Okay, so uh, prediction of nine and three. Yeah, uh, couple standouts. Lewerk. Citrus Bowl or Outback Bowl or Outback Citrus Bowl, Bowl or bust. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a Big Ten championship or bust. But yeah. But do you feel in the area we live in? Is it more Michigan dominated or Michigan? Yeah, Michigan, sure. right? Is it is it close? I, yeah, it's, well, it's uh, yeah, close. maybe yeah. like sixty forty. Yeah. I feel like I mean, if you go of, like uh, uh, it's Detroit. And stuff is doing a better job of keeping people here, but uh, like I think Michigan alumni have a much longer track record of getting the fuck out of Michigan right yeah. away. Michigan, yeah. a lot of Michigan State so, alumni in Chicago, yeah. New oh, yeah. York, and LA. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, so I th- I think there's a, a lot more state people that like go find a job in Detroit and stay here. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but. Um, like but, where I grew up, it was like all state people. Oh yeah, on the west side. Oh yeah, yeah that's what I say. I know, like yeah. outside of this area, I feel like Wayne County and stuff like that. Maybe yeah. like it seems. Maybe well, Michigan was like the football team to watch when the Lions. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yes. like yes. in the nineties. Well, yeah, and... when uh, when every game was blacked out here. <laughs> yeah. Watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so yeah. Michigan, yeah, yeah, seems to have more of a following in yeah. the Detroit area. Uh, MSU is ranked at eighteen. Do you think they'll finish there above below? I would hope above. Above, so you're hoping um, like top fifteen at least. I, or like something? preseason, we talked about it. But know, preseason it, rankings are they stupid. They just do that to like sell magazines. Yeah. And stuff well, yeah, like and that. sell sell tickets and, and TV yes, times. Yes, but uh, eighteen is perfectly fine for yes. where they're at yes. right now. Uh, Michigan's ranked number seven is what I have. <laughs> uh, do you know <sighs> what the percent chances they are to win their first game if they're if you're a betting man? Zero. Zero. <laughs> no, I don't Middle know. Middle zero percent chance of winning. Uh, no, they'll 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 win. They'll win that game. Ninety-eight percent chance. Ninety-eight. So there's a two percent chance they might lose. So. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, another upset. Know. You know, it's gonna be hot under the lights. You know. Is it a night game? Yeah. They have a night game for Middle Tennessee State. Hey, the night game is against Tulsa. It's yeah. It's a night game. You guys are. You guys are. On board for that Friday night opener thing. You guys always open, like, or at least uh, not, not no, always, but. since like 2012. Yeah. Uh, Boise State, I think, was our first yeah. one. Um, maybe I don't know. I I'm not a, the biggest a fan of it. It's yeah. fun, but I'm also like we whatever. did one of them. Fuck. What year was it? Uh, oh, uh, uh, Harbaugh's first year. They Utah. Opened, they opened uh, on a Friday night against like Utah. Notre Dame or something. Utah. Was Utah. Was that at, at Utah? At Utah. Yeah. yeah. We have a miserable. Uh, a miserable <coughs> history of playing that godforsaken team. <coughs> yeah, because yeah. uh, we beat them in like 2005, like 10 to seven. It was miserable. It sucked. Uh, I hated every moment of it. It was really ugly. And then, uh, and then they came here. Uh, hoax, in one last hoax, year. hoax last year and beat us. Yeah. Well, that was a miserably. weird game because there's a lightning storm. Yeah, it's, they delayed it for like an hour. They were already winning. They were yeah. like. And then uh, huge lightning storm was like a two-hour delay. Came back, and the only people in the stands who were came Utah back fans. were Utah fans. That was terrible. And then they beat Harbaugh in his first game. Yeah, uh, I think the one game you're talking about with Hoke, Utah. Utah had a really good year that year, right? That was yeah. Urban Meyer was there? No, no, no that no. was that was after. The Urban was the – Urban uh, coached them the year we beat them 10-7. Okay. I uh, the, the, year that, the year that Hoke 
lost to them. They beat Alabama in like the Sugar Bowl or something. Yeah. Shit. Oh, so I uh, that that year I was dating a girl and I was telling you about how I got the Michigan tickets and stuff like that. Her stepdad was a big Alabama football fan, and we went to New Orleans, yeah. and I got to see the Utah Alabama game. <laughs> that was one of the best. It was such a good game, you're, though. So like, you I are bad luck for the, <laughs> teams, the teams that people around you care about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah All right. Never come to a Michigan State. Yeah. Game. Well, if Andy pays for me, maybe I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, all right, let's go to Michigan. Uh, yeah. Rank number seven. Yeah. How do you feel? What do you think the record's going to be this year? <sighs> Uh, let's see. Looking at that, I just don't. I just don't see how they're gonna win a game. <laughs> uh, man, uh, there's some things I'm excited about. There's some things I'm not excited about. But I, 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 I I'm done getting all hyped up about a uh, football season because uh, um, it doesn't go well. Yeah, <laughs> it's a long season. Michigan, too, Michigan like... hasn't won a Big Ten championship in 15 years. Right. Uh, they have. They've beaten Ohio State once in the last 15 years. Um, uh, yeah, I uh, fucking prove it. Yep. <laughs> Basically, that's how I feel. Like when yeah. teams are like, when people are like, "Yeah, the Lions are gonna be good," I'm like, "How do you say that? Like they haven't yeah. done anything." Yeah, prove it. Uh, um, um, yeah. Like every year, I, I allow myself to get talked into it. And like, <laughs> like two years ago, like no, they're gonna be bad. They're gonna like it's. It, this is this is the rebuilding year. They, they they're gonna have. They're gonna struggle, yeah. and then they go out. And destroy Florida in the first game of the year, and everybody's like, "This, this is it! It's happening!" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god!" But turns out Florida just sucked. Yeah. That year. So it's like, okay, yeah. they get you in every time, yeah. like get you hyped up. Yeah. And, and then you know, l- last year, um, they lost right out the gate to Notre Dame. Yep. And it cut expectations. But yep. And they, they like swept. Really looked good. Mm-hmm. By <clears throat> they were humming to a point where, um. Uh, like I, I would, I would be scared if I, if I was a quarterback and had to play that defense. Yeah, they were good. Unless you're Ohio State, they terrorized uh, opposing offenses until Ohio State. Like again, we're at a point. Get there. Uh, this is like. Uh, it's not like Michigan has been god awful for the last decade uh, or, or uh, decade plus. They've had uh, bright spots. Mm-hmm. Two thousand six. They were there. They had a chance to play for a national championship. Yep. Uh, 2000, uh, what was it? 2000, what was it, three years ago? <laughs> 2015, <laughs> 2015 uh, uh, Harbaugh's second year, they go to Columbus with a chance to play, to, for, to go th- to the playoffs. I thought 2015 was his first year. What, uh, oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. 16. Yeah. 16, uh, um, they go down there with a chance to, to get to the playoffs. Oh, yeah, that was Michigan State's three and nine year, baby. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was a good 2018, year. 2018, <laughs> they're back with a chance to play Ohio State for a chance to go to the so playoffs. It's hard up. to even get hyped up because yeah. you have to wait till that last game every year yeah, to see yeah. if it actually all matters or not. And honestly, low-key, this is, this is one of the most difficult yeah. Schedules in the country. You play Army too. Army, Army is an eleven-win team from last year, and they play. They they're an option team, so it's like yeah, fuck. Very difficult to prepare fucking... for. They Army last year went to Oklahoma <clears throat> and was within thirty seconds of winning that game. Oh man, they can. They had the ball on offense for forty-five minutes, three full quarters of the game. They, they do a lot of running, right? They, yeah, yeah, it's like they an option team. Grind yeah, the, yeah. They grind the game to a halt. And they make you frustrate. So that that's a tricky. That's a game. scary game. That's yeah. a scary game. Then they play at Wisconsin. 
They have they their crossovers are ridiculous because they have they play at Wisconsin, <clears throat> they play Iowa, they play the two best teams from the other division, depending on how you feel about Nebraska's <laughs> uh, up chances this year. I do not. They feel play. Good. Yeah, <laughs> they play at Penn State and they play Notre Dame, Michigan State, and Ohio State. This is tough. Yeah, that's one of their tougher schedules. I feel like. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. I feel like they have like some more cupcakes in it. Yeah, man. In the beginning. That that Army game. Will be a test for defense because you guys lost almost everyone. On yeah, so yeah. that's kind of I mean, like not that you're opposite. not talented. It's just yeah. the Jesus. opposite situation of, of state. state is, yeah, Michigan's got a lot to prove on defense. Uh, um, Winovich is gone. Devin Bush is yep. gone. McGarry's gone. The secondary's got a lot to to um, replace. Uh, they had they had, you know, maybe two of the best cornerbacks uh, around last year. There, so they got. I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, I. Um, Don Brown has a good track record for the for the majority of this slate. I am on board for. To, I am. I have confidence that he's gonna. Uh, they they might not be, uh, again, the best defense in the country, but they're gonna. I mean, they're gonna be a top okay. ten, top fifteen defense. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm not that worried about. It. At least some people are like gloom and doom about him, but uh, but again, uh, um. You know, they for the entire year they were the best defense in the country, and then uh, they gave them sixty-two points to Ohio State. So um, so frustrating to watch them. Like, <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Ohio. I, St- I hate Ohio State. Like it's, you do. <laughs> I'm yeah, you do a little bit more. <laughs> it is driving me crazy. I know. I can't believe it. My senior year of high school, Michigan beat Ohio State in the hundredth game. Okay. Uh, that they ever played. Yeah, yeah. It was at Michigan. It was the hundredth game in the series. Michigan wins, uh, uh, thirty-five twenty-one, and everybody rushed the field. And I was like, "We got to go down there, Dad." And he's like, "No, <laughs> you're not doing that. You, you'll have plenty of time to do that when you're in college." Uh, and guess what? Nope. They beat him one goddamn time <laughs> since that game. They beat him once since that, and it was the Luke Fickle year. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, so it doesn't even. Well, count. that was like between uh, what's his name, right? The... That was between Trestle and uh, Urban Meyer. Yeah. yeah, and Urban Meyer was last year. Was his last year? Yeah, he went undefeated. He never lost a game to Michigan every year. Ugh. So the new coach is what? Ken Day? Is that it? No, Ryan no, Day. Ryan, Ryan Day. Day. <laughs> Who's Ken Day? I know that name. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so do you think he'll keep it going, or are we gonna be? I don't know. I, like uh, they have the talent. That's have, for sure. They. they <laughs> Pound for pound, like they have star wise, yeah. they have more talent on their team than Alabama and Clemson. Wow, mm-hmm. it's always for them. It's always an idea of like putting it together. For Urban Meyer does this. He 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 makes the best program in the country, and then uh, it's slowly rotten from the inside because because it's just bad lets, bad like, leadership <laughs> murderers on his team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> murderers. Alex Hernandez for Florida. Oh. <laughs> Murdered yeah. a man. Wait, it wasn't Alex Hernandez. Is his name Alex? Yeah, right? Aaron. Aaron, Aaron sorry. Yeah, Aaron, I was like, Al- Aaron Hernandez murdered somebody. And yeah. they. you look at his NFL career, and he was suspended for one game his entire time at Florida. Mm-hmm. You do think yeah. there's a little bit more going on? Mm-hmm. He's, like, yeah. he's a bad guy. He was a bad guy. He yeah. was a bad man. And, and, uh, Would have same, scared the shit out of me if he was in my locker yeah, room. the same shit started to happen at Ohio State. Um, so... I don't know. Ryan Day uh, coached the first four games last year. For oh yeah, that's right. Because he was he on went undefeated. Yeah. Uh, he <clears> fucking <throat> he he stole uh, one of our defensive coaches, and I know the only reason 
I mean, Greg Madison is an old, tired man. Yeah. The only reason they took him is to to, to grab our playbook. You know, they, they yeah. paid him. They uh-huh. paid him nine hundred thousand dollars to come down there for our playbook. Yeah, to mm-hmm. let him know what's hey, this yeah. is what they're gonna run. This is what they're gonna do. Yeah. This so, is what you gotta watch out for. So nice uh, move. Uh, I mean, if they if they beat us in his first year, uh, I just don't know. I don't know. Well, I, I was. I, I just, I'm just losing my mind about. Yeah, <laughs> I, last year I thought Michigan had a very good shot to win that game, and I <laughs> and I basically said like if they if they don't beat them this year, I don't I just can't see them beating them ever. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like so, Ohio State will have like a quarterback who's like out the track to like win the Heisman, get hurt, and then like their backup will like destroy yeah, win a yeah. championship. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what? Adam against the ropes, and then Dwayne Haskins comes in yeah. out of nowhere and's like, "What the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, like, what this guy? Like... How did we? How did we beat the shit out of JT Barrett yeah. for the entire game? And then yeah. this guy's just gonna come in and right. win it? Yeah, ridiculous. So, so I think offensive wise, there's some exciting things happening. Uh, uh, they um, they're going like full spread this. Year. I'm gonna say they need to throw the ball more. Like they're going, that, they're too predictable before. They, have, uh, they brought in a new offensive coordinator. That is one thing that Harbaugh has that D'Antonio doesn't. Is yeah. he sees something? If something's wrong, he's gonna yeah. make a change. And he uh, he did. He had some sweeping changes on the offensive side of the ball. They're going. They're going. They're gonna speed up the pace. They were one of the slowest paced teams okay. in the entire country last year. Oh, just the only the only um, uh, teams that played slower uh, from like a snaps per game. Were, were Army, Navy, like the, the, yeah, the, the teams, teams that their entire philosophy is, <sighs> is to run out the clock. Yeah. But Shea Patterson is so, supposed to be like a yeah, spread yeah. type of quarterback. So, so. Uh, they, um, they were, despite how slow they played, they were very efficient last yeah. year. So they've got, and, and almost everybody's back, they've got a stacked offensive line. They've got to replace a, a running back. Uh, um, but they've got several options. That's really there. the only question mark on yeah. your offense is your running. They've got back. a true freshman, Zach Charbonnet, who who could be the dude. But uh, they got True Wilson back. He was probably the most effective running back last year. Or, no, no, I'm sorry, uh, the most effective running back after Karan. Uh, he's gone. He's gone. And then the Evans got suspended. He's done, he, right? Uh, they've not quite said what his deal is. I, I it, like, uh, Angelique tweeted like uh you know you can kind of read between the lines here he's he's effectively off the team but he's working his way back like you can see what it is it's academic issues yeah, sure. uh i think he i think he failed a class or two mm. um so he's yeah he is not he's not uh he's not an option right now but they they they'll they'll figure that out uh, uh they are <clears throat> loaded at wide receiver. Okay. They we, were good last year at wide receiver. Yeah, yeah they've so, always been. Yeah, I'm like, throw the freaking ball. DPJ is is very good. Tariq, Tariq Black, Black is back and healthy. Nico Collins last year, speaking of pro football focus, uh, Nico Collins uh, uh, was one of their uh, I think highest I'm... out, like, uh, graded out wide receivers. Yeah. He had, like, an, uh, an 80% of contested catch rate. Which is insane. Like, yeah, if, if uh, going up for the ball, he would get it. If, yeah. um, catch he's it. not on the. They, there not, are no Michigan players on the Big Ten. He, yeah, they, they're on second he, team. Uh, but, but that's like, again, they played so slow. He didn't yeah. have the stats. You know? Right. But um, yeah, with a with like a hand in his face, he caught eighty percent of the ball. So mm-hmm. uh, the three of them, it's gonna be great. Um, they're gonna score some points this year. Yeah. No. I. I. The, the, the Michigan Michigan State game will be fun just for that <laughs> yeah. matchup. The defense yeah. versus the offense. And uh, Shea. Yeah. Shea. It's fully his team. Mm-hmm. But uh, Harbaugh at media day said like, Shea is good. He's the quarterback. But Dylan McCaffrey is gonna play in every game. 
Mm. He's, he's like the backup right now. Yeah. How come Patterson's not a captain? I don't know. I don't know. He's only been there for two years. You yeah. Know? But I just figure out it's like a yeah. experienced quarterback. Yeah. I don't know. I just... The team votes on I, that I, shit. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Some of that stuff is silly. Yeah. It's like it, Connor Cook was never a captain, but he was like okay, yeah. great. He like yeah. led the team to a Big Ten championship. Yeah. And there, There's never been anything about him that's like he's not a – I think yeah. he's a great leader. <clears throat> but um, I don't know. It's, it's going to be – the first road test is Wisconsin. That's always a tough place to play. Oh, yeah. I think that as a better team, like, you should want the ball as many times yeah. as you want. Like, yeah. the worst team should try to slow the game up. Like, that's why, like, a team like Army, I think it makes sense. Like, yeah. you want to slow it up, reduce the amount of times each yeah. team gets the ball. But, like, when you're the better team, well, spread it out. I, that's my uh, opinion. Yeah, but it's different philosophies. I mean, For sure. Michigan State's whole thing recently, isn't it? I mean, well, when we were good, like, during the Rose Bowl and yeah. during – when we the, yeah, that you, three year stretch, we ran it really well. We had yeah. we had Antonio's um, philosophy is always to have the ugliest football. Yes, <laughs> bring them down to yeah. our level yeah. and then run out the clock. But I think I mean, uh, we had Le'Veon Bell, Jeremy Langford yeah. was great. Like we we had great running when we could run the ball, we dominated. Yeah. Um, but when you can't run the ball, you can't run out the clock. You can't control the clock. Yeah. Fuck it. For sure, <laughs> you can't sure. win. You're not gonna yeah. win. You're just scoring points, and then you let them right back. Michigan's never played in a Big Ten championship game. That's sad. As they never, winningest they never, program yeah. ever is what I've heard. I heard a lot of people say that. Well, we've been there three times. <laughs> That's kind of sad. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I agree. It's got to be very frustrating. No wonder why you quit fumbling around. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, I ain't sick of this. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Uh, so your prediction. We're almost done. Uh, what do you got going on for this? What do you think is going to happen? Man, like I said, I, don't, I just don't see a win on here. <laughs> don't see a win. <laughs> That's probably the best way to go. Yeah. No, I, I, uh, I'm probably... Uh, It'd be like a 10-win season, pe- I think. Pessimistic to a fault here, but I'll say like 9-3. and three. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You're hoping better, but you want to try to be a realist, yeah. and I mean, you got to prove it, right? Like, fucking prove it. Prove it. Yeah, yeah, man. There are so many things that could go wrong, you know. Yeah, like, for sure. You lose one game sometimes in your whole season, just like people yeah. just give up. Especially in the, now in the playoff era. Yeah, yep. you know, you lose one game, it's like, well, we're not going to the playoffs, so yeah. fuck it. Yeah, I was, you know, surprised to see uh, after Michigan lost to Notre Dame, like they went on a tear. Like, yeah, I was like, oh, maybe they're not that good this year. Yeah, I mean, and then they but Notre, the I mean, Notre Dame. Notre Dame made the playoffs. Yeah, so. well, I didn't. Notre Dame wasn't expected to be that good. I don't think like that. No. Was, both teams, you know, I think Michigan. Michigan was predicted to win that game, if I remember correctly. But yeah. yeah, but Notre Dame was a very good. Who's your coach, Brian Kelly? Or yeah, yeah, Brian Kelly. Is he the one from Central? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, right. Yeah. I think he, he, he was coached at then. Grand Valley. Grand too. Valley. Grand, yeah, he went from Grand he, Valley to Central. He, there were two two people that went uh, uh, from Grand Valley. Uh, Grand Valley to Central to Cincinnati. Oh yeah, was, Brian Kelly did that. Yep. And then uh, Butch Jones did yep. that. Butch Jones. Yeah. <laughs> they were good. Central was good for it. like they had like Dan yeah. Lefevre or something Dan like that. Lefevre. Dan Lefevre. Dan the man. They, were, they beat uh, Boston College, I believe, at Central. I think I was at that game or whatever. Uh, when I went, that was the semester I went to Central. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. So that was one win I've had yeah. too. They had a uh, an offensive lineman get drafted first round oh, yeah, overall yeah. Yeah. or something. Oh, yeah. First pick overall. They had Antonio Brown too. Uh, a buddy uh, of mine played against him. I thought in that was NHL. Western. I thought Antonio Brown was Western. I don't remember. No, I'm pretty sure it's Central. Fight about it. Uh, who am I <laughs> thinking about? Uh, who was the Western wide receiver that? Um, I don't know. Ah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I had a buddy of mine who almost like got killed basically by the Central football team. He's kind of a jerk. Uh, <laughs> 
Well, he, he, you know how we talked about like when you're good at stuff in high school or whatever. Yeah. Well, this guy like in middle school was a beast because he was just like bigger than everybody, and then like he didn't grow. And then people throughout. caught up. Yeah, and then everybody <laughs> caught up in high school and stuff, but they thought he was gonna be like some stud or whatever. But he had like this like a little bit of an ego, you know, like he would he'd, he'd say shit to people and get them going. Well, I he claims he I wasn't there. He claims he didn't do anything. He didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, his friend Molly had to basically save him. Because uh, he was like, oh, you, the, the central football player was like, oh, what position do I play? Like having him guess or whatever. He's like, linebacker to some guy. He's like, wrong. And like, they like were holding him over a ledge and stuff. Okay. Yeah. It was- <laughs> I didn't know Suge Knight played none. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, 10 and 3, uh, standouts, and that'll be pretty much it. Uh, standouts defensively, uh, fucking Kalike Hudson, baby. What does he play? Uh, he's like uh, that hybrid le- okay. uh, viper. viper linebacker safety DB kind of thing. Okay, uh, he had a very strange year last year. Uh, he's very talented. De- it was, but that was Devin Bush's defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Kalike uh, had a couple targeting calls, so he he missed he missed a couple games because you get a suspended. Yeah, for the next if game. you get if you get a targeting next half. Yeah, oh next. Half. If you get a targeting in the second half of a game, you um. Uh, you are out for that half, and then you're out for the first half of the next game. Okay. So he had some weird things where it's like, all right, so he missed this the first half of this game. Now Michigan's it, deeply in control of this game. So uh, he he just kind of in a strange year where he never got footing. Yeah. Uh, he's super talented. Um, they're gonna need somebody because Devin Bush is gone. They yep. need somebody to go sideline to sideline. Uh, and, and um, stretch things out horizontally to mm-hmm. give to, to just create chaos. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think they're gonna get it from that middle linebacker spot this year because <clears throat> not no knock against the two guys that are gonna play there. I think, but like James Ross is more of like a traditional middle linebacker okay. who's gonna like knock heads in the middle. Uh, and then Devin, oh shit, what's his last name? The, the Devin Bush's replacement's also named Devin, and I'm blanking on his last name right now. I can't think of it. Uh, um, but uh, he, Devin Gill, Devin Gill. That sounds familiar. Uh, um, uh, he's he's doesn't have that sideline to sideline speed, uh, so uh, like all that flats coverage, yeah, stretching out uh, um, RPOs. That's that Kalike is going to be. So you think he'll be like covering there. like the back? Like I the think guy. he's going to have a huge. Year. Yeah, he's going to be like a spy. Yeah, yeah covering. He's going to be. He's going to be that. He's gonna be like uh, Jabril Peppers. Okay. Uh, um, How did he do in the pros? He's, at, he's, he's still Cleveland, he's still in the doesn't Browns. he? Yeah, he's yeah. still there. He's gonna win a Super Bowl this year. Super Bowl this year with Baker Mayfield. Yeah, there's, there's some hype around Cleveland. OBJ and all them. Um, all right, guys. So uh, Kalik, yeah, Kalik is the dude uh, uh, over there. Who on offense? Yeah, offense. Uh, offense. I mean, uh, Shea's too easy of a pick. <laughs> it's his yeah. offense for sure. I'll go. I'll go. Um, I'll go Nico because I think. I think. Uh, um, was he like a or, freshman? Or last Mike Sanistrill might be. That's a name to watch out for. Uh, my, he's a true freshman. He is. Uh, I, it is very strange that they targeted him in recruiting because he is like <coughs> the spread uh, uh, slot back. Okay, he is that dude. Yeah, and Michigan didn't really have a yeah. use for that yeah. type of player, but they Fast little absolutely game. do in the in the Gaddis yeah. offense. So uh, uh, with the with the uh, with Nico, um, uh, DPJ and Tariq stretching yeah. the field and, and uh, uh, being those traditional wide receivers, I yeah. think Sanistrill is going to have a big year. 
uh, with those like dink dunk like spacing type slots. Middle of the yeah. field yeah. dunks. I think, we I used think to have somebody that used to be really good at that. Uh, didn't he get drafted by like Arizona or something Car- like a while? I'm trying to. Steve Bruston? Oh, yeah, baby. Is that, is that Steve the name? Steve Bruston. <laughs> Wasn't he like a slot receiver? That, that, was, a, that was a player that Michigan had absolutely no idea what to do with. Right, he, was, he was great. Yeah. But, but he, yeah, he's the, he is ap- he's the prototypical slot receiver in a spread offense yeah. before before there was spread offense yeah, yeah, you know yeah. so for sure you did great at Arizona like that they had a ridiculous yeah. uh wide receiver corps with Fitzgerald and Bolden on the ends and then him in the middle it yeah. was ridiculous hmm. all right guys uh thank you guys so much for coming this is you know mostly thank you I'm excited for football finally right? football! football that means for me that summer's basically over and uh I go back to work next week Hell yeah. it all starts Hell Friday sports 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 sports, 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 sports. I fucking love sports <laughs> we all love sports like smashing heads yeah. <laughs> uh, well this has been another episode of Fumble Around guys have a good one bye well thank you Andy Reid and Mitch Haba that was awesome uh, college football has started I hope you guys are ready next week Michigan plays uh, that was crazy about Andrew Luck uh, but now, if you're still listening, this is the fantasy baseball portion. Uh, back to the future. Fantasy baseball. Uh, I'm your host, again, Tom Steinman. Still here, Steiner. Uh, let's get into it, guys. Uh, the standings. Again, I always record this on Sunday, which kind of sucks because each week you play somebody from Monday through Sunday is the last day. So things could change. But if things were to end today, these would be the standings. So again, uh, things are temporarily could change a little bit. Uh, the Expos uh, would be at first. The Zulu Giants would be six games back of that in second. Uh, the Brown Bombers would be 11 and a half back. Those two are in the same division. So uh, the loser would go to fourth place. The winner of that division will probably be uh, second place. Or even if Bob could get the first, uh, they would get the bye, which is a huge difference. And for winning the division, you got, you got, a, you got a few hundred dollars too. So... Uh, that ain't nothing to mess around with. Uh, so we got the Expos, the Giants, the Brown Bombers. The Brown Bombers are 11 and a half back. And then you have the leader right now of the Central Division, the Colt 45s, at 15 and a half back. Right behind them, division rival, the Terriers at 17 and a half back. And right behind that, uh, another division rival who was leading it for a while, the Stars at 18 back. So that division's up for grabs. The winner will probably be third place. Um... But separating them is two and a half games. Uh, the Colt 45s and the Terriers will play each other last week of the year while the Stars plays uh, the last place Pilots. Uh, right behind them is Team from Atlanta, uh, 20 games back. So only a couple out of the playoff spot themselves. Uh, after this week, he will play um, the Washington Centers, so the 10th place team. So he still has a very good chance in it. Um, one of those teams are going to be disappointed. I'm not sure exactly who it is yet. Uh, right behind them would be the Dodgers, the Brooklyn Dodgers, who is currently playing uh, Bob's team. So a uh, big div- division game. Uh, the Dodgers need to win, though, in, in order to have any type of chance of making that playoff spot. My guess is they'll probably uh, end up being a bye for the toilet bowl. We'll see. He was my division winner I picked early on in the year. I still liked his team. Uh, he had a lot of good pitching. He sold a lot of it, so he'll be back next year. Kind of like what he did last year. It just kind of sucks to give up this year, but he'll be back. Uh, Right behind them, so you have a team from Atlanta. Then you have the Dodgers, and then the rest of the group, you have the Angels, Senators, Lions, and Pilots. Basically, all those teams are out of it. 
Uh, maybe the Angels have a chance at a buy for the toilet bowl, but my guess would probably be uh, the Dodgers and one of the teams that doesn't make the sixth place spot or the playoffs. Um, so I've said this for a while. This is definitely the closest the league's ever been, including the top team. Usually the top team or two are like way ahead of everybody else, like not even close. So uh, for even the first place team to actually be up grabs for this last week going into the finals, that's, that's pretty crazy. And not only that, uh, his th- that guy, uh, Bob, who could win the, not only win the be the best team in the league after the regular season, uh, he could fall out. Uh, of the buys and uh, lose the division and not you know that that would suck not win any money because you've been leading all year and then you drop out of the playoffs and maybe you get bounced in the first round like that would suck so uh the the central division like I said has three teams up going into the last week uh which is why I was so up, a little bit upset I don't know if people call me crybaby or whatever about uh the I felt like some teams, especially one team in particular, was laying over, uh, especially when games mattered, playing playoff teams and contention and stuff like that. Uh, I get it, guys. You, you know, you check out a little bit, you know, if you're in last place or one of the last place teams, you know, but you should all, this is a keeper league. You're expected to maintain and uh, your team throughout the year. Uh, I don't expect you to spend $32 in free agents, but I would recommend, you know, using your two free moves a week. You shouldn't go two weeks without making a free agent acquisition uh, when you have plenty of players on your team that should be dropped. Or you shouldn't be playing, having a relief pitcher on your team and not even put them in your starting roster. Uh, and then there's a history. There is a big history. If you look at the last four years of records, first from the Pilots versus the Terriers, you will see that the Terriers have already 10 owned them before late into a season within the last four years. But the Terriers, especially the second half of the season, where it seems like maybe the pilots are dropping out, the Terriers have like an 850 win percentage. Again, I'm not claiming anything's going on. It just seems really weird. Uh, that's just kind of ridiculous uh, of a win percentage. And it always seems to you know matter because uh, Chet's team always seems to be contending for a playoff while Jay's team has been kind of out of it. And it just seems like Chet's been the beneficiary a lot of times of that. And, you know, I just want the league to have a set standard. Um, you know, that's just my opinion. And I really like this league a lot. It's the most competitive, the funnest league I've ever been in. It's the only one I really care about. I'm in another fantasy baseball league. I still make moves for that one, but I really don't care. I just, you know, I'm a competitor. I'm not going to roll over. But this one is the one I put all my time in, all my research, looking up, you know, looking players and stuff like that. So uh, these weeks matter. And we'll see. Uh, the Pilots got killed last week, but they're actually winning right now against the Colt 45s, who's the leader in that division. Um, after getting 10 out, he's got five. So he's made some moves now. Now he's putting a full roster in, but that's just unfair that you've already played the one team and kind of rolled over not even trying to take K's or lock in your OBP. So again, uh, I hope people look forward to voting for the 10-0 rule where the loser pays out rather than taking out from the league money. Like, I, I don't want my money. That's my money. Stop taking my money for no freaking reason. Stupid. Play, play. Play, play a decent. Come on, just try. All right. So let's get into the matchups. Uh, the first matchup, like always, it's mine. I'm playing the team from Atlanta, who is, I'm in first. He's in sixth. Uh, neither of us are having 
uh, a very good offensive week, very mediocre if that. Uh, so Expos versus Atlanta, uh, 22 to 24 runs, 7 to 9 home runs, 28 to 25 RBIs, 3 to 1 in stolen bases, a 271 on base to a 289 on base. I have a 271. I lead the league in on base. So that's like with like a 3, I want to say like a 360 or something. So that's really low. Uh, saves. I got six saves to one. That's un- unbelievable to have six saves. 102 Ks to 44. A 4.8 ERA to a 3.99. A 1.23 whip to a 1.46. Uh, six quality starts to four quality starts. Uh, Bill does have a bunch of pitchers. He had a bunch of two-star pitchers. All of his best pitchers were on a two-start this week, including Kershaw, Strasburg, and Keuchel. He also has Brett Anderson pitching today. I don't have anybody. I got Framber Valdez in my NA. He's going to start, but I just, I'm not I don't have a roster spot for him available. Uh, so Bill's losing six to four to me right now, but he could take quality. He has four, like I said, four starters going for quality starts. Um, could I, probably, I would say that's the only pitching category he could take. Uh, he's only down. So I'm down two runs, down two home runs. I'm up three RBIs. Uh, again, the 271 to a 289 on base. Everything's in play kind of for offense right now. So I'm up six, four, but it could be really close. I'm hoping to win. I'm on a nine-week uh, winning streak. Uh, Bob holds the record for 10 weeks consecutively winning, so I'm trying to tie and possibility of uh, ending the season with 11. So, But if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Um, let's go to the, the, the standouts of the week. Uh, I don't have many offensively, I feel like. J.D. Martinez has two home runs, seven RBIs. Uh, he's quietly the 32nd player on Yahoo. You know, this is, I would probably consider this maybe a little bit of a down year, but he just puts up the numbers. So, uh, 30, number 32 on the season. Uh, really, hitting wise, that's like it. I mean, Will Smith gave me a couple of home runs, so that's always cool out of your catcher position. So, I guess that's a little bit of a stand up, but just three runs, three RBIs. Uh, pitching, Jacob DeGrom, again, quite, you really haven't, he kind of had a slow start, uh, but he is now on Yahoo, the 11th player overall in fantasy. So, uh, big standout. Fulte had a nice start, 7Ks, quality start. James Paxton, he's hit or miss. Sometimes he gets blown up, but then he also definitely could put up, you know, he's one of the few guys that could put up double-digit Ks at any time. So, he had an 11K game, quality start versus the Dodgers. And then uh, Andrew Heaney had a 14K game uh, with the quality start, giving up one run, I think, in like eight innings, uh, 0.5 whips. So uh, good start out of him. Did I have anybody? And uh, Mike Soroka, uh, 5K quality start, um, low ERA and whip. So uh, my pitching did pretty good. Like, even though I have a 4.8 ERA, there's a couple guys that really did bad. Yamamoto, uh, Rue had a really bad week, and Darvish and Tanaka. You know, it's hit or miss. I, I got some really good pitchers. This kind of happens, you know. I think every team goes through that, like, in this environment, everybody, offense is just killing it. Everybody's hitting home runs uh, at a record pace. Unbelievable. Uh, the standouts for Bill's team, Starlin Marte. Uh, let's see. Where did I go? Starling Marte. I'm sorry. That's – I didn't mean to read Starling Marte. I'm at Kettle Marte, right, <laughs> who's been the number 35. So right behind J.D., a uh, guy you pretty sure you picked up for free, uh, Kettle Marte, 35 old, But he got a couple home runs, five RBIs this week. Uh, Miguel Sano, a guy he Bill bought for me a couple summers ago in the off-season auction. I guess it wasn't summer. It wouldn't be summer. It would be springtime before the season started. Uh, but three home runs, seven RBIs. Uh, he's a feaster family guy. He could go off at any time, but he also could have some cold streaks. 
for the pitching, uh, Strasburg and Keuchel for Bill. Uh, you know, they've already had one good start. They're both pretty good starts, pitchers. Uh, Kershaw did not have that good of a start. He did get a quality start, uh, but he had like a 1.5 whip. So, But they all got another chance this week, so I'm sure they could redeem themselves. Uh, but again, uh, it's going to be a close matchup. I'm hoping maybe etch it out a little bit. The next matchup, the Colt 45s versus the Seattle Pilots. Right now, the Colt 45s in third place versus the 12th place Pilots, who just got 10-0'd, is losing 4-2-5. One of those categories, they have a tied OBP, we'll get to in a second, and the pilots are winning with an asterisk. So let's go. The Colt 45s are on top of the pilots at, as I go over these. 21 to 27. 9 to 8 home runs. 23 RBIs to 27. Both have one stolen base. Both have a 3.324 on base, but p- pilots are slightly ahead. Uh, 0 to 1 save. 64 to 39 Ks. A 5.08 ERA to a 4.28. A 1.32 whip to a 1.53. Four quality starts to one. Uh, pitching is pretty much probably set, uh, except for saves, you know, uh, which the Colt 45s really don't have many closers, so maybe that is set. I don't know. Edwin looks like it might be day-to-day. I'm not sure if he's going to be available. So that's just unfortunate for the Colt 45s because he did buy Edwin for 80 bucks, uh, and the Ken Giles is on the paternity leave, so just bad timing. Uh, so he's down, the Colt 45s are down six runs, four RBIs. Definitely could get those possibly. Uh, he could come back in on base. Uh, he needs every win. Every win matters right now. And I kind of said on the message board, I'd be upset if Chet makes it in over me with, by like a category or something like that after that 10-0. Uh, I didn't think Chet put up a good enough numbers to be, have a 10-0. Uh, especially in the case. Like you could have picked up two pitchers and probably matched them caves and avoided him from picking those pitchers up which he's been doing again this week. He just picked up a ton of pitchers. All right, so uh, good luck to those guys in that matchup. The next matchup we got is the Angels, California Angels versus the Chicago Brown Bombers, so Victor versus Gabe, and the matchup goes as 26 runs to 40, eight home runs to 14, 26 RBIs to 34, two stolen bases apiece, a 384 on base to a 386. Uh, saves are tied at four apiece. The Angels have 55 Ks to 79. ERA is 3.58 to a 3.79. Whip 0.95 to 1.24. And quality starts are four to eight. Uh, Victor's got Hamels, Boyd, and Bauer, Trevor Bauer pitching today, while uh, Logan Webb of San Francisco, we'll see if Jay starts him or not. He might not start him. Um, so... Victor has a chance of maybe coming back at K's. We'll see what happens for saves. They're tied. Uh, Gabe's having a good offensive week. 40 runs, 14 home runs, 34 RBIs. That's, you know, going into Sunday, that's pretty good. So uh, this matchup should be probably Gabe, but it could be close. If Victor, you know, squeaks out a couple uh, couple of categories, something like that. Uh, standouts. Oh, let's welcome back Aaron Judge. He had three home runs this week. Nothing like Amazing, four runs, four RBIs, 365, four on base, but it's good to see him power stroke back. How about Adam Eaton, the 103rd overall player? He's been on a hot streak. Uh, I heard something about changing his swing up. You know how that happens, and now he's been killing it. Uh, he has so many runs scored. He has seven this week, but if you look at his like uh, daily game log, like he's just scoring a ton of runs, batting in the top of the order for Washington. He threw a couple home runs in this week, you know, so that's always nice you know, to see out of him. Uh, the pitchers, uh, Bauer and Hendricks, really good for Victor. Uh, Pack of Toronto had a really good game versus the Dodgers this week. So 
Got that. The Brown Bombers. Rizzo. I, I feel like I haven't said his name. He was started off high. I feel like I haven't said his name in a while, but a couple home runs, six, six runs, five RBIs. Uh, he is, let's see. I don't have it down. Uh, Jorge Polanco, a nice little week. Seven runs, two home runs, four RBIs. He is the, what number is he? I know I have it written down. Uh, he is the 98th overall player. So another probably free agent guy, or maybe you might have picked him up, but just quietly just having a really good season for Jorge Polanco. Austin Meadows, three home runs, seven RBIs this week. And pitchers, Dakota Hudson. He's been on a nice little run lately, but he has two quality starts this week. No earned runs, nine Ks. Uh, nice start. Brad Keller had a really nice start. Or, I'm sorry, Mitch Keller. Mitch Keller, not Brad Keller. Mitch Keller, a 9K game. Uh, quality start. And Sony Gray, who is the 46th player on Yahoo. A 10K game with a quality start. Very nice. Uh, good luck to you guys. And the next matchup. The Stars versus the Terriers. This is a big one. 7th place versus 5th place. Both are competing for... Uh, the last few maybe playoff spots, but also still had a chance at the third place, winning the division, getting a little bit of money. Uh, offensively, the Stars are on top, or, you know, the Stars are winning 6-4, but here are the categories. Uh, stars versus Terriers, 19 to 21 runs, close. Six home runs to seven, close. 19 RBIs to 22, close. Three stolen bases to four, close. A 370 on base to a 344, pretty close. So I would say all five of those categories, even though Terriers are winning four of them, they're all up for grabs. Saves, three to two. K, 60 to 56. ERA, 3.67 to a 4.74. A 1.24 whip to a 1.28. And then six quality starts to five. And again, a lot of those categories are up for grabs because Chet has, the Terriers, has six starting pitchers, while Chris has three, but he has, you know, three closers, and then if I don't know what Luke Jackson is, but he picked up Luke Jackson for today, while uh, Chet's just got the Josh Hader closer going. So this one's going to be real close. So who knows? It might end up 6-4. might end up 10-5-5. Five, five. Uh, but like I said, the only – how many games separate these two? A half a game coming – or right now, if the if it were to end. you know, So everything that switches is going to switch it up. It's going to be super close. Uh, the Stars have the advantage going against uh, the Pilots the last week of the year, even though they're beating uh, the Colt 45s right now, while the St. Louis Terriers will be playing Colt 45s in a very heated and contested last week matchup going into the playoffs. It could be a situation where those two play each other, and then one finishes third and sixth, and they play each other the very next week, which would be you know, just another highly contested, competitive matchup. All right, so the next matchup. So good luck to – oh, I'm sorry. Let me go over their, their uh, standouts for the week. Uh, let's say Arenado. I mean, offensively, either, neither one's doing very good, so there's not going to be many offensive standouts. But Arenado does have two home runs and five RBIs. He, uh, I would say kind of a down year for him, but he's still the number 26 overall player on Yahoo. Uh, Tommy Pham, home run and three stolen bases. He's your number 97 player on Yahoo. Uh, pitching for the Stars, Alcatara had a real nice game. 7Ks, no earned runs, quality start. And Garrett Cole comes back to throw a 12K game and get a quality start. Very nice game out of him. He's the number six player overall on Yahoo. For the Terriers, uh, Gleyber Torres uh, hit 30. He has 30 home runs now. Uh, he had three home runs this week. He is your 42nd player on Yahoo. Trey Turner uh, chipped in a home run, stolen base, five runs, five RBIs, four point or .414 on base. So a nice overall week, helping you in every category. 
that's it for the hitting. Uh, pitching, Aaron Nola, uh, a, a bye-bye Chet, uh, his best pitcher. Uh, 7K game, quality start, just letting, uh, letting up a run or two. Uh, John Means comes back, has a nice start. Uh, 11 Ks and one quality start. I'm assuming that's just one start this week. I don't know if he had two starts. Uh, and then Tanner Rourke had a nice game. 7K game, uh, 2.84 ERA, 1.11 whip, and a quality start for him. All right. We are moving along. The Dodgers versus the Giants. So this was... My two favorites probably coming into the year for the division. Uh, Giants are leading the division, second place overall, while Brooklyn Dodgers need everything they can to try to make a comeback after selling. So uh, it's 4-6, to six, the Giants. And so the Dodgers versus the Giants. Matchup goes 27 runs to 30, still within contention. 11 home runs to 6. Give that to the Dodgers. 26 RBIs to 34. My guess, the Giants. Five stolen bases to two. My guess to Dodgers. So we're kind of at two two right now. Uh, I base two eighty to a three seventy four. The Giants. So I would say two for two, and then the runs is probably the closest category that could switch. Uh, the Dodgers are down three. Saves. Dodgers got five to one. K sixty four to sixty. Let's see how many starters. But uh, Bob's got Bieber, Herman, Gonzalez, three starters, while Dodgers just got one. Mats. So probably should have picked up some people. Uh, so 64Ks to 60, a 4.45-year radio, a 3.13, a 1.32 whip to a 1.09, three quality starts to six. So basically, Giants are probably going to get Ks, ERA, whip, and quality starts. So he might get some. He might start. He might catch up a little bit more to me in first place. I got to watch out for him. Uh, standouts for the Dodgers, Freddie Freeman. Uh, that was a big trade between these two. Uh, first of all. The Giants bought Freddie Freeman in the offseason, a preseason auction, uh, but he had Pete Alonso, uh, Freddie Freeman, and Abreu, so he had to trade one, and they made a big trade. Uh, Freddie Freeman going to the Dodgers for Chapman and Shane Bieber. I don't know if anybody else was a part of that, but those were two big pieces. Um, oh, maybe a closer or something. I don't know. That might have been it. Uh, but Freeman, four home runs. And you know what? Freeman's the number seven player overall in Yahoo. He's just a stud. Uh, Ozzy Albies has a home run and two stolen bases, but not much else. Uh, Starlin Marte, a home run and two stolen bases. He has quietly been the 38th overall player on Yahoo, and he was part of the trade for the Glaber Torres. So he's been actually doing a little bit better, I believe. Let me see where they ranked at on the year. What did I say, Glaber Torres? Glaber Torres is 42. Marte's 38. Um but also other standouts for the Dodgers who are part of that trade, Steven Matz, uh, and also Flaherty, who had a terrible start, but, man, that guy's been killing it. He's been throwing a lot of Ks. Um, yeah, Steven Matz had a 7K game, quality start, letting up a run. Pretty good. Uh, and then Osuna has four saves this week. So he was actually part of that trade, too. So, right, you had Robert Osuna, Starling Marte, and Steven Matz for Gleyber Torres, the keeper. You know, he's... I get what he's trying to do, but that was a, you know, that's a big trade. A lot of players that are, you know, producing. All right, uh, for the Giants, Jose Abreu, two home runs, nine RBIs this week. Birdie from Miami has two home runs and a couple stolen bases for uh, Bob this week, so nice pickup there. 
Uh, and then Juan Soto, 12 runs scored this week with the home run. So that's, you know, 12 runs. That's a nice little category boost right there. And if you look, he's up 30 to 27. So thank you, uh, Juan Soto, for the Giants winning in runs. That's huge. Uh, Pete Alonso has a home run, five RBIs this week. He hit his 41st uh, home run. So if you've probably already heard me talk about that, uh, leads broke the rookie record for home runs in a season. Juiced ball. Anyways, uh, standouts for Bob Pitching. Shane Bieber, uh, again, involved in that uh, Freddie Freeman trade. But Bieber's been a stud this year. Uh, he's the number 20 overall player. So Freeman's number seven. Bieber's number 20 overall. Uh, Jordan Lyles, uh, no earned runs, 5K quality start. Uh, Luis Castillo and Patrick Corbin. Luis Castillo is 31 over, overall. Patrick Corbin's 34 overall. Like I've been, I feel like I've been seeing these guys quite a bit. Uh, that has been the bulk of, you know, Castillo, Corbin, Bieber, and then Herman was doing well. That was the core of his pitching staff. So he needs all those guys to keep producing. Bob didn't really buy me or Bob. The two leaders did not buy anybody, purchase anybody in the offseason or in the auctions. Uh, so close, but I'm probably going to go to Bob. I'm going to give Bob K's and yeah. So sorry, Eric. Dang it, Bob, you're catching up. All right. Uh, the last matchup of the week was the Lions versus the Senators, 11th versus 10th. All right, Lions versus Senators, 15 to 24 runs, four home runs to four, 22 RBIs to 13, three stolen bases to five, a 314 on base to a 344. Saves, one to one, Ks 59 to 46, ERA 2.73 to a 3.77, a 1.05 whip to a 1.37, five quality starts to zero. Uh, a lot of it's pretty sad. Uh, stolen bases for Senators is good, I guess. Uh and some of the pitching for the Lions is pretty good. Uh, I would say the ERA at a 2.73 and the whip and five quality starts, not bad. Uh, but besides that, the matchup doesn't really matter too much. But we'll go over uh, some standouts. Uh, Kepler. Uh, I believe, yeah, he should be able to be kept by uh, Nick. Uh, he had a couple home runs, five runs, five RBIs. He is the third. Max Kepler is the 37th player overall on Yahoo. So that might be a keeper for Nick. Uh, and pitching standouts would be Noah Syndergaard, Giolito, who could both be keepers, I, I'm assuming. Syndergaard's the 83rd player overall in Yahoo. You'd, you'd expect him to be a little bit better than that. is the 33rd player overall, uh, and he should be a $5 keeper. So that's a nice little pickup uh, for a keeper. Eduardo Rodriguez had a good day. Uh, six caves, no earned runs, quality start. For the Senators, Max Muncy, I know he liked him a lot. He had two home runs and a stolen base. Uh, he is the 21 First player overall, uh, pretty good. You know that's a nice, nice guy to have. He's picked. You know he's played all year for him. Uh, he doesn't have. Senator doesn't have any quality starts. Nobody pitched well for him. There's nobody really that stood out for him. So uh, just a a bad week. It is what it is. All right, guys. So uh, it's getting down to the nitty gritty. Um, every category matters. Playoffs start uh in a week. From probably when you're listening to this, so a week from and a day from me starting now. I'm um, hoping I have a bye, so I won't be playing. Uh, good luck to everybody. Again, uh, I hope not to piss too many people off. I just want the league to actually people to care about it and take it serious for what it is, um, and just give it your attention that it, it deserves. We all put a lot of money into this. Uh, we all want to win, and I just want it to be fair. You know, that's it. So, shout out to all you guys. What a, this has been a great year. Uh, we almost made it through with no drama, but it kind of happened in the last couple weeks. We get closer and closer. 
Uh, but I do love you guys all, and uh, I'm looking forward to the rest of this year. Looking forward to play many years with you guys. Uh, the juice ball has been crazy. A lot of offense this year. It's really kind of switching some, some things up. Uh, yeah. All right, guys. Oh, yeah, John Gray got hurt, right? You guys all know about that. He's out for the season. He had a really good start, his last start. Eight innings, no earned runs, seven Ks or eight Ks. Uh, just ridiculously good. And somehow he fractured his foot or something. It was like after, it wasn't during the start. I have no idea what the heck happened. So, uh, Chris Mays, he could have got the good start. He probably needed that start out of him, actually. So, uh, last week, it would have been real nice for him. Is that this one? That might have been this. I can't remember. Anyways, guys, uh, thank you for listening. Fumble around. This is the fantasy portion. Take care. Love you. Bye. <laughs>